Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, September 20th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a vigil will be held Wednesday to honor Temple University's acting president after her sudden death. Joanne Epps passed away shortly after falling ill on stage during an event on Tuesday afternoon. Epps was transported to Temple University Hospital where she was pronounced dead at 3.15 in the afternoon. The university said she was 72 years old. There has been no word on what caused her death. A doctor speaking at the news conference said she suffered a sudden episode. A vigil will be held at the university's bell tower at noon today. The university said the entire Temple community is invited. Epps Temple's former law school dean was named to po- was named to the post in April following the resignation of Jason Wingard, the university's first black president, who resigned in March after leading the 33,600 student university since July of 2021. Governor Josh Shapiro called her loss heartbreaking for Philadelphia, saying that she had been a powerful force and constant ambassador for Temple University for nearly four decades. My friend who works there, um, uh, just two words, universally loved. Oh, oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of people talking about her and everyone had really nice things to say about her. Well, I saw the footage of when she was up on stage. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. She gets up, walks off, and then dies a little bit later, right? Yeah, like right off it. stage. Yeah, they and said there just, was an episode. They took her to the hospital and that was it. Horrifying. And the fact that it was at a memorial service. Memorial yeah. Service. Well, yes. Yeah. Really weird. Strange. The university's yeah, board. The university's board of trustees will meet Wednesday to put together a plan as they work through this transition. Bail has been revoked for the former Philadelphia police officer charged in the fatal shooting of 27-year-old uh, Eddie Irizarry in Kensington. Officer Mark Dial was charged with murder and was later released on $50,000 bail on September 8th. During a hearing on Tuesday, Judge Jillian Ranson revoked Dial's bail. Prosecutors argue, argued with a potential first-degree murder charge on the table. Dial was not eligible for bail. The former officer will be housed in a Philadelphia jail as he awaits a preliminary hearing, which is scheduled for September 26th. During the hearing, prosecutors will determine if Dial faces first or third degree murder charges. But Brian McGonigal, who is representing the officer, says there is in no way in this world that this is a first degree murder case. There, uh, This has never been a first degree murder case and we will fully expect uh, when evidence is presented in a preliminary hearing, hopefully next week, that a judge will make that decision. In addition to murder, Dial also faces charges of voluntary manslaughter, aggravated assault, simple assault, reckless endangering another person, and official oppression. Body cam video of the August 14th shooting was released earlier this month. The video from Dial's body-worn camera shows him getting out of the passenger's side of a police SUV and running to a car where uh, Irizarry was behind the wheel. The officer can be seen holding a gun as he quickly approaches the car. Uh, He shouts, show me your hands or I will effing shoot you. Uh, are heard as Dial runs up to the car uh, with closed windows. Dial then fires five shots at point-blank range, then runs past the front of the car while firing a sixth time. McMonagall said there is more to the story. DA Larry Krasner wouldn't go into specifics about whether the body camera video gave any insight. Dial, who has been on the force for five years, was suspended with intent to dismiss after officials said he refused to cooperate in the investigation of the killing. 
drivers are being warned about pump switching, a gas station scam that's becoming a growing trend. Police in Lower Marion Township said that they have seen a recent uptick in the crime. They said it occurs when uh, an aggressive suspect offers to help someone pump gas. This happened to Jeff, but I, and I can't believe he allowed this to happen. Is this your, they, your, they your, your friend, that, Jeff? They yeah. said that they're not, they're like not giving you a choice and that, that they're being extremely aggressive in pumping your gas. That's okay. Yeah, so they so they say they're, they're extremely aggressive. Uh, they outright refuse the victim's attempts to deny assistance. Uh, so the victim, yeah, so they, they will pump the gas and when the victim leaves, the scammer doesn't return the nozzle to the pump. Instead, the scam artist uses the active transaction to pump gas for other drivers while demanding cash for pumping their gas. So about a year ago, uh, there was a teenager at uh, a Sunoco station uh, came over and, I'll pump your gas for you. No. I'm yeah. good. Right. And th- they walked away. So, so uh, like, if you're holding on to the pump, I, I, it seems to be a lot of women have been the subject of this. Yeah. But you said your friend, yeah, Jeff. Yeah. And why would he hand over the pump? It wasn't aggressive. Yeah. Um, because Jeff's a nice guy. And he's yeah. like, oh, you know. And, and he doesn't know how to, like. How much did he get hit for? A few hundred bucks. Yeah. 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 It's he, easy oh, to rack oh, that up. They yeah. did. They That's did. what they do. And yeah. This, uh, it was is in Gra- this is in Gray's Ferry. He was, you know, out like, you know, on a, on a like sales call or whatever. And he was, you know, pumping his gas. And guy's like, oh, here, you know, let me take care of that for you. You can avoid the scam, though. <laughs> so that they came in that, like a lot of times, the, the, the teenager who came over to me was like, I'm, you know, I'm doing the service. Like, I'm going to help you right. out. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't need your help. Yeah, I, I'm good. Wait. And so they they ran up his credit card. That's yeah. It. So he. He, you know, uh, he saw them. It, it looked like they hung the gas thing back up, say, and, okay. and and they didn't. Yep. And then he drove away. Yes. And then a few minutes, you know, moments later, he got hit for a few hundred bucks. So that's what they're saying that they'll. So when the next person pulls up, mm-hmm. they offer to fill their tank for you know twenty, 20 bucks, forty bucks, yeah. whatever. Uh, I, have a, I have a question about this, but I don't know if mm-hmm. I should pose it later on. Uh, yeah, you have something else you want? Yeah. I, no, I, it has to do with this directly. Oh, this exact directly. But but I don't know the answer to it or not. But I don't know if. Now, maybe I'll wait till yeah, the right, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about, about it later. Because okay. I bet you there's a bunch of people that this has happened to. Yeah. You said there's an uptake right here. They're, they're talking like right city end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had it happen, and it wasn't even a gas station. It was just the weirdest thing. The guy said, I'll return your pump for you. Like, wait a second. <laughs> what? Uh, so as they do this, they continue to charge uh, pump gas and charge up the credit card until either uh, the st- the pump stops or the credit card stops working. <laughs> the suspects then uh, keep the cash and leave the gas station. Police say most victims don't realize the crime has happened for days or weeks after the incident, which makes it difficult, difficult for law enforcement to find and prosecute the offender. To protect yourself, police recommend hanging up your own gas novel uh, to end the transaction and print a receipt. If you think that you may have fallen victim, uh, police advise you to pull to a safe distance and call 911 if you're closer nearby the gas station. The thing I always do when I pull in and I'm going to pump my gas, I just start screaming when I get out of the car. And <laughs> that distracts everyone. I scream at the top of my lungs, then I get back in the car. And I, I told you guys this before. I have a friend who that is her going to be her defense mechanism. Like if she's ever attacked or, you know, being assaulted Scream? in any way. is No, is just to like fall to the ground and like pretend like she's a crazy oh, person. Okay, oh, okay, sure. Why not? Hey, I have an easy solution for this. Go to New Jersey. Ah, <laughs> yeah. They all yeah. scam you there. Every time, yeah. every time you need gas, just drive to New Jersey, even That's if you it. don't live there. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, you there just you drive into the bay, wait 10 minutes for somebody to come up yeah. to your car to ask yeah. you to fill your gas, and then after your gas is done being pumped, wait another 10 minutes for them to come back. <laughs> 
I Before can't. you know it, you're home in an hour and a half. Yeah. You don't have issues with that at all, do you? Not even a little bit. Yeah. Oh, man, I always pull up to the guy that he's right there. I'm like, okay, there's the dude. All right, and I pull up, and the guy, like, looks me in the eye, and he's like, okay, I'll be I'll be, I'll be, be back here in, like, ten minutes. I just have that face that people just that's, don't I like. want to wait on yeah. this face. Yeah. <laughs> investigators say, sit on this face. Investigators say this crime pops up from time to time, but they put out a warning after seeing an uptick uh, again along City Avenue, the township's border with uh, Philadelphia, and mm. then along Route 23, Conchahokan State Road. In sports this morning... The Phillies lost to the Braves 9-3 last night in Atlanta. What the fuck is this? Ronald Acuna Jr. homered twice and stole his 67th base, leaving him one home run shy of becoming the Majors' first 40-60 player. And the Braves won to end the four to end a four-game losing streak. Spencer Strider increased his major league leading wins total to 18 and struck out 11 to increase his big league high total to 270 with his 17th career double-digit strikeout game and 11th this season. The series in Atlanta wraps up. The this afternoon, Aaron Nola will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 1220. Meanwhile, Kyle Schwarber is batting under 200, but he needs just one more RBI to become the 13th player <laughs> since 1920 with at least 45 home runs, 100 RBIs, 120 walks, and 100 runs in a season. Among the others are Babe Ruth, who did it eight times, Barry Bonds, who did it four, and Mark McGuire, who did it twice. And the Union returned to action tonight with a game in North Carolina against Charlotte FC. The Union are in fourth place in the Eastern Conference with 14 Team wins and 47 points, while Charlotte have seven wins and 32 points. The match is set to begin at 7.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you oh so much, Kathy. We have a lot to get to today and all of it with you in mind, my friend. We'll begin with the fact that we have a secret text word. It's a Wednesday thing that we do, and we are going to give away tickets uh, to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers at Hershey Park. And that show is Wednesday, September 27th. So that is next Wednesday, a week from today. Tickets are on sale now. That's pretty cool. Information's available at WMMR.com. But if you want to win these tickets, simply text the word SECRET to 39333. We'll send that word back to you. See if you call in later on with that correct word to win. And we'll grab a pair to give away just to a random texter on top of that. We also have uh, Crumb Bum Cash. And that's $1,000 twice this morning alone. Five times throughout the course of the day. We start that at 8 and we do it again at 10. So hang on for your chance to win some money. We also are going to go live on Fox Good Day today and our friend John Brazier of the Phillies is stopping by here, the director of Fun and Games, and I believe he's got a pair of tickets that he'll bring with him to give away to the game against the Pirates on, uh, well, next Wednesday, same night of the Red Hot Chili Pepper Show. So you got to decide. Do you want to go to the Phillies game? you want to go to the Red Hot Chili Pepper Show? Decisions. It's up to you, man. Yeah. We want to win $1,000. I don't know. So many choices. So we have a lot happening today, which is the way we like it. With that in mind, we'll take a break, come back in a second, and do the entertainment report with a stupid question, so it's going to be a good Wednesday morning hangout. Back in a moment. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. 
Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR Rocks, uh, John Mayer, uh, the Solo Acoustic Tour, special guest J.P. Sachs, Saturday, October 7th at the Wells Fargo Center, if you can answer this question correctly. What does a hygrometer measure? A hygrometer. Yeah, 215263. WMMR. Huh. We're going to see if you know the answer. What does a hygrometer measure? Call now if you know. We'll mention the birthdays today while we await that phone call. Today being the 20th day of September, and we have actress Kristen Johnston turning oh. a year older. You know her from Third Rock from the Sun. Yep. Uh, most recently saw her on Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. Did you get to the third season? I'm watching it. We are slowly yeah. we're working our way through only a couple of episodes in. She's May May, John Goodman's sister. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Correct. That's perfect casting. Yeah. Uh, she's very funny. She had a little bout with the battle uh, with the bottle. A little battle with the bottle. And uh, <laughs> now she's doing well. A, a bitter, bitter battle for Fruit of Hell. Hey, by the way, John Goodman, was she... Wilma Flintstone in the one where he was oh, red, a, or she was in yeah. the Flintstone. She was in one of them, but there were yeah. there were two different movies. I think she was in the other one, and not with okay John Goodman. I think she, I think that was um, it was Rosie O'Donnell and there was uh, a Baldwin in one of them. Wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, that was that was the one. But, yeah, but who played Mary Wilma? Louise Parker? No, I know who it is. She's <laughs> been in, she was in Big. She played the love interest in Big. Um, what is her oh, name? What is Mar- um, Oh, we're throwing names all over the place. Damn it. Hold on. Damn it to hell. All right. The the Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas was the the one one. that Kristen Johnson was in. Johnson was in. So the first one had Halle Berry, Rosie O'Donnell, Elizabeth Perkins. Elizabeth Perkins. There we go. There we go. Got it. Nailed it. We got it all worked out. (laughs) Yay. Kristen Johnson is 56 today. Stephen Baldwin was in the second one. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Uh, Sophia Loren. (laughs) Oh, one of the great screen goddesses. Yeah. Bombshell. Bombshell. Um, Bob, Bob, boom. She is 89 years old today. So right, still, on, 
right on the edge of 90. Yeah. Um, By the way, a great actress, too. Yeah? Legitimately, a great actress. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, her beauty overshadowed that, but she uh, has done a number of classic Italian films. uh, Is she she, Grumpier Old Men? Is that the one she's... she's, Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's the the object of their affection. So that was the second movie? Yes. Grumpier Old Men? Uh, Anne-Margaret was in the first, right? Well, she was in both. Oh, oh that's right. Was, yeah, she's yeah, a neighbor. Yeah. yeah, because she was the love interest for uh, Jack Lemmon. Right. And then uh, Walter Matthau, and he gets some in a second He gets one. some Lauren. How about that? Of course, those two guys get the two of the sexiest <laughs> women that ever uh, lived. Oh, yeah. And Margaret. Sophia Loren is 89 today. Uh, Gary Cole. Ah, has a birthday the great today. Gary Cole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, his turn as Mr. Brady. <laughs> I mean, come on. I d- oh, Gary! <laughs> it is... One of the most spot-on impressions ever. He, he got the pentameter so accurate, uh, and uh, his delivery was fantastic. But Office Space, all of this great yeah. comedic uh, capability, we never had an idea. I think the first time I saw him was in a miniseries. Remember that? It was a true story about that Green Beret who who killed his family. I do remember and, that. And I forget the guy's name, uh, but he played this guy, and it was a riveting, chilling performance. He's also in uh, in the line of fire with, uh, yeah. with yeah. Uh, Clint Eastwood. He's in that one of the Secret Service agents. So he does, you know, dramatic roles as well. Uh, he is 67 years old today. Um, we've met this guy at the MM Barbecue, Ben Shepard, bassist of Soundgarden. Yes. Has a birthday today. He is uh, 55 years old. Seemed like a decent guy. I had a chance to chat with him a little bit here and there. So uh, happy birthday to Ben Shepard <clears throat> of Soundgarden. Story related to that, Preston. I had some wonderful carrot cake at the barbecue. You oh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Amazing. Amazing. He is 55. All right. We also have actress uh, Moon Bloodgood, who yes. you may have seen in Terminator Salvation and also the show Burn Notice. And Falling Skies, right? I don't know. I didn't see Falling Skies. Yeah. I, I believe I interviewed her for the press junket for Falling Skies. What was that? Is that a show? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Noah yeah. Wiley's in that one? Yes. Okay. Noah Wiley. And uh, she was a former Lakers girl. Oh. All right. Well, she turns 48 years old today. Uh, singer Philip Phillips. Was the winner of the 11th season of American Idol. Of course. He does have a great song, though, That Home. Yeah, it's a good song. I don't think I've heard it. Yeah, uh, you have. You would yeah. know it. Yeah, so I, I told Pierre to play it for his Thanksgiving Day special that he does when he welcomes people back home. I'm going to make this place my home. Hmm. Home. <laughs> you, it, you'd probably okay. know it, Steve, All if right. you heard it. Uh, it's in a lot of commercials. All right. You know, so uh, he is 33 years old today. Uh, great actor, John Bernthal. Oh, love him. Has his birthday today as well. You know, he's fantastic in The Bear. Yeah. Man, I mean, even though he has a smaller, um, you know, he, <laughs> he's in the, flashbacks. The family oh, yeah. dinner, the, the holiday dinner with him and the and throwing the fork. Uh, it's just Possibly the most stressful television show episode yeah. I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. I, I had, I couldn't make it through the whole thing. I had to take a break, and we had to finish it up later. A lot was, of people had uh, post-traumatic so, stress from that thing. It was so chaotic. Marissa? Preston, you said that, and I finally watched the episode, and I was like, oh, no, this just looks like one of my family dinners. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it, it's... You guys aren't throwing things at each other and driving cars through the walls. Ag- agreed. <laughs> yeah, Those yeah, yeah, parts, yeah. crazy. But the, like, talking over each other and the, like, constant yelling back and forth and all, I was like, this just seems like one of my 
family dinners. Wow. Yeah. And it was never like that for me, but I, I know a lot of people tell me stories of, of uh, they dread the holidays for that very reason. But he's also, he was, you know, the Punisher on the Marvel series, and he was fantastic. And uh, the accountant. The accountant. Great in that, Walking Dead. But also a, a completely diametrically opposed character uh, in King George. He plays the, the tennis uh, yeah. trainer. Yeah. And it, it takes you a while. You're like, is that... that that is, that's him. King Richard. King Richard, I'm yes. sorry, not King George, yeah. King George is uh, from uh, Hamilton, right? I, do, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I assume that's one of the Georges. I don't really know. John Barenthal is 47 today. <laughs> the we don't know a lot today. We don't, know. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we, we, we're, we're foggy knowing, today. We're not knowing lots of things. But I just watched him, he I, he showed up in Wolf of Wall Street. I was like, oh my God. He's excellent. Yeah, yeah, he's a skeevy character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, um, author George R.R. R. Martin, who brought us the Game of Thrones universe. By the way, is that final book in the Game of Thrones series that he was working on? Has it ever been completed? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Did you read the books? I did. I read up till The Dance of Dragons, and then I didn't finish it. So I've got, I think I've got like two more books to go. But it's, it is some of the most in-depth character writing as far as the complexity of stories that I've ever dived into. His, his that world is dense uh, with, uh, with incredible character development. So uh, he's really, really talented. Celebrates his 75th birthday today. So I Happy birthday to everybody celebrating birthdays. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What is a hygrometer measure? 215263-WMMR. We will go to Chris, see if we can get the answer. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Chris, what is a hygrometer measure? Uh, humidity in the air. Yes. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Hang on, dude. We're going to give you a pair of tickets as MMR Rock's John Mayer solo acoustic tour with special guest J.P. Sachs, Saturday, October 7th at the Wells Fargo Center. And tickets are on sale now via wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Didn't see this coming, but Danny Masterson's wife, Bijou Phillips, has filed for divorce from that 70s show actor on Monday. This comes two weeks after he was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison for raping two women in the early aughts. I mean, she had said she was going to stand by her man no matter what. I wonder if they had a conversation and he said to her, it's better off. Better that you just do this. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, Phillips' lawyer, Peter Lazon, said in a statement, Ms. Phillips has decided to file her for divorce from her husband during this unfortunate time. Her priority remains with her daughter. Because I think she'd fight an uphill battle. Yeah. You know, just publicly anyway. Yeah, she said this period has been unimaginably hard on the marriage and the family. Uh, the pair were wed in 2011. They share a nine-year-old daughter. Uh, this turn of events came as a surprise to many, as a source told people following the sentencing uh, that the almost famous actress, quote, loves Danny and has no plans to file for divorce. Uh, she will be by his side for it all. When you when it came out that you had been a foot model, did you have that talk with Rochelle that maybe it's better that we split for a while or you lay low? No, I okay. mean, it was, uh, she can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Tough, She's tough, yeah. I figured, you know. Uh, Kevin, speaking of divorce, Kevin Costner and Christine Baumgartner's tumultuous divorce is finally over. Uh, the pair, the pair had uh, reached a settlement on Tuesday. Okay. I'm Jared. Nothing is over! Please join me here for my show. Nothing is over. Uh, after four months of... I talk about things that are not over. Okay. Uh, of legal back and forth, including uh, battling it out in court. So, Kathy, between Kevin Costner and Richard Gere... 
who would you... Uh... Ooh, I would... I mean, Richard Gere, he's, he's an oldie buddy goodie for me. Uh, Kevin Costner's just new with Yellowstone. He's so. new. <laughs> uh, the former couple said in a joint statement, Kevin and Christine Costner have come to an amicable and mutually agreed upon resolution of all issues pertaining to their divorce yeah, proceedings. Yeah, yeah. We don't care what's happening with Yellowstone. They're yeah. not saying. <laughs> the details of the settlement have not been made public, but Baumgartner... Blah, blah, blah. ...will be receiving more money than what was originally stated I, in their prenuptial agreement. I blame her. I think she's the reason why Yellowstone... Really? Yes. Is she the Yoko was, Yellowstone? Yes. He was so distraught and his life was being torn apart by this bitch. <laughs> we talked about now that. Now he's got to give her all the, the money. The Yoko of Yellowstone. That That'd phrase. be a hit series. The Yoko of Yellowstone. You can start out with her walking... Literally yeah, out uh, in, you yeah. know, like Lower Falls, uh, yeah. Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can use stock footage of Buffalo running away. and <laughs> Screaming through the canyon walls. <laughs> Avalanches. Oh, be wonderful. The elk are screaming and running away. Uh, so the details of the settlement <laughs> have not been uh, made public. Like I said, she's going to get more money than was stated in yeah, the prenup. She deal. looks like a money-grubbing whore. Uh, money-grubbing whore? Is that a legal term? The designer and the Yellowstone actor were married for 18 years together. Sounds like year. someone's been talking to Marty Singer. Three children. What is her? Uh, she's a designer. What does she design? Nothing. Do we know? Nothing. Horse stuff. Whore, no, whore clothes. I actually know nothing about her. I'm just blaming her for Yellowstone. We tend to do that, her, and it's very human. What's her name again? Her name is Chris, whore. Christine Whore. Christine Baumgarten, Baumgartner. Right, so if you want to look up and designs. see what all she has designed, bunch mm-hmm. of whore clothes. Yeah. I like your whore line for whores. Whore. Is that right. what they wear on Whore Island? <laughs> uh, so anyhow, uh, yeah, it's over. It's done. So he can move on. Um, Chris Evans reflected on his acting career in an interview with GQ, which was published yesterday, sharing that he hopes to pursue other interests moving forward. He said, I haven't worked all year and I don't plan to, which has been lovely. Ultimately, I really hope to just maybe act a little bit less in my life. I have a lot of other interests, he said. I think he's got to be set a couple of times over from the Avengers movies, correct? They all negotiated pretty fabulous deals. If he spends his money uh, wisely, Wisely. he'll be good to go. I I was reading some of the excerpts and I, uh, it's kind of an interesting thing. I think he, um, I think he's legit. I think he wants to take some time away. I think yeah. he talked about making furniture and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he's pretty self-aware. He says, look, by no means have I climbed any sort of a mountain in this field. Right. He said, I have no Oscars. I'm not lumped with other names that are the top of the mountain in any way. But I also feel very satisfied. Uh, in addition to smoking a joint and making pottery, Evan said that uh, he could envision himself making furniture for nobody and be happy. He added that he doesn't want to occupy too much space in an industry that he He's already poured 20 years into, so he's so, pretty self-aware. I, he's it turns in a good performance in Knives Out. He's really good in the Iceman press, and he plays that sort of slimy uh, hit friend. Man. Yeah, Hitman. Yeah. And so he, he can't act. Yeah, absolutely. So, But uh, he says he's taking some time off, and, you know, that's what he wants to do. Uh, people reports Kim Kardashian may have a new man in her life. Yay! The source told the outlet that uh, she and Odell Beckham Jr. have Are been, quote, really hanging far? out. Okay, you he, kidding. I, I don't know. How, that's not going to work. I mean, he plays for Baltimore. 
I don't see her moving to Baltimore, Maryland, or spending any sort of extensive time in that area. I mean, she's they don't a, have to when they're no, I know, I know, but I'm just I'm saying there's no longevity here, you know. So maybe this might be a little bit of fun well, does, for a little bit. But. Uh, does Odell call Baltimore year-round home? No, but he's going to be there until January at least. You know, so yeah. well, she, she was married to Chris Humphreys for a stretch. Yeah. In the case. So, you know, the, judging by her past, I don't think that she yeah. gives a crap where the guy lives. By the way, collectively, how many members of the NBA have they been through? Well, this well, guy's, this guy's in NFL. 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 But I'm just saying sports. Sports. Yeah. yeah, professional yeah. athlete. The, if, Steve, if you assembled all of the Kardashian slash Jenners who have dated NBA players, you have, I'm not a kidding. Team, right? You have an all-star team. Yeah. Not, yeah, not yeah. just like a team. <laughs> you have a bunch of great NBA players who would probably beat any other uh, NBA team. Man, they should form a, uh, a yep. franchise, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. They should yeah. put together. The Kardashians. They could. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this news comes after it was reported that the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver and his longtime girlfriend, Lauren Wood, went their separate ways. Mm. We'll see if it's true or not. Wait, there is a list. Yeah, of course there is. It, Go ahead. Well, no, it, it's it, it's through an entire article. I'd have to compile all of the names. And this was put out um, by Us Weekly in 2022. So it wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't have the last year. The All NBA Kardashian team is up on the screen here. Oh, okay, yeah, there yeah. you go. Devin James Harden, who does James Harden? Uh, he was with. He was Chloe. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, ben Simmons is up there. Yeah. Uh, Chris Humphreys. Um, Lamar Odom. Chris Humphreys was the least of them, right? Though. I mean, well, yes. he got married. He got married. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that got married. He was in it for, like, I feel like for a little while we were talking about him. Yeah. Are, are Devin and Kendall still together? Yeah. No. Yeah, no. She's with, um, she's oh, with, that's uh, right. no, 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 that's Kylie. We're, Kylie's with the, she's uh, with the, the singer. Oh, Bad Bunny. Mm. Oh, okay. Right? I yeah. thought he was a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's hard to keep track. So maybe Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, has been added to the roster. We'll see. And he's <laughs> put him on the team, even though he plays yeah. football. Why not? Well, what are your qualifications? I dated a Kardashian. All right, uh, come on board. Uh, Sherry Shepard revealed on the season two premiere of Sherry on Monday that she underwent breast reduction surgery. Uh, the 30 Rock actress explained that the weight of her breasts became really, really painful and that her back was hurting very badly. Uh, she said it was a uh, little bittersweet because I love my old girls. My best friends, I call them. Uh, they grew up with me. Uh, they have been with me through thick and thin. This was a relationship with the boobs and I didn't care. She was very buxom. She said I loved them. Uh, but however, now she feels lighter and that she can uh, sit up straight a little bit better. The so. scars from a reduction are no joke. Oh, no really? kidding. Yeah, it's not like an implant where they can just kind of squeeze it through the nipple or whatever. Yeah, it's like goes down from the nipple underneath. It's, yeah. It's Okay. It's so my my uh, friend, his wife got reduction, and and she's happy to have the reduction, but she didn't realize how pronounced, even though she had been yeah. told, no how pronounced the scarring is because you're you're extracting, yeah. and and t- the only way to do that is with that invasive cutting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, but her back is doing better. She can sit up, and uh, it's uh, and lead a hell of a show. It's a better situation for her. Um, it appears that Joe Manganiello may be moving on after filing for a divorce from Sofia Vergara in July. Uh, the Magic Mike actor is casually seeing Winning Time actress Caitlin O'Connor. Mm-hmm. People, uh, source told the outlet that the pair met in a hot tub. 
during an unofficial after party for the HBO <laughs> drama about the Lakers. Uh, according to a source, they said they were talking the whole time. Oh, oh they talked like human beings. Yeah. In a hot tub? They met in a hot tub. I want to meet someone in a hot tub. I've met people in hot tubs. Really? Have you? Yeah. Have you ever gone on to a relationship with someone you met in a hot tub? Not someone that I've met in a right. hot tub. Okay. No. What's this lady's name? Her name is uh, Caitlin O'Connor. Caitlin is C-A-I-T-L-I-N. She's wearing a sheer see-through top in this one photograph, Preston. Uh, yeah, she's very attractive. And Manganiello is, of course, uh, he was going to play Deathstroke. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of uh, people playing superheroes and villains, uh, Hugh Jackman is spending time with his friend Ryan Reynolds following the announcement that he and his wife of 27 years, Deborah Lee Furness, are divorcing. Uh, the Deadpool 3 actors were spotted out for a walk together in New York City yesterday. It's adorable. So they were just having a stroll. Um, I don't have any information other than that, but maybe, you know, he was hanging out with Ryan for a little moral support. I don't really know. Well, they can't be filming anything right now because everything's come to a screeching halt. Yeah, is he, I know yeah. there were buds before this. Right. Yeah. What? Oh, I mean, he was in Music Man. Is he still doing Music Man, or is that uh, his revival over? Not sure if that's still running in yeah. that case. It's over! It, <laughs> it may be over. Let's now go to our consultant, John Rambo. Is Consulting it over? Is over! Thank you for joining me for Nothing's <laughs> Over. <laughs> Today, we're taking a different tack. These things are over. <laughs> Uh, so, this is not over. Deadline reports that Vanna White has reached a deal with ABC to continue wow. co-hosting yeah. Wheel of Fortune through the 25-26 season, 2025-2026, alongside Ryan Seacrest, uh, as, of course, he takes on for takes over for Pat Sajak. So, I really wasn't sure about that. I thought maybe Vanna might hang it up, you know? Yeah, well, she certainly wanted more money. She had not had a raise in, in many years. But I would say this, it's a smart move when you're bringing Ryan Seacrest in to have yeah. a little bit of normalcy Agreed. with Vanna there. Vanna gives the blessing. Yeah. And then after a while, if you want, she can go on her way or whatever. Man, after seeing, because we We've lived with Vanna for so long. She's yeah. been there for, for ages. Um, when when um, Bob Barker passed away, they were showing uh, video clips of Vanna White as a contestant on uh, on uh, Price is Right. And I had forgotten how absolutely stunningly beautiful she was yeah. as a younger woman. I mean, she's still a, a beautiful woman, uh, but, uh, you know, she's aged some, but she was just uh, absolutely gorgeous. So every night when she comes out, uh, my wife, you know, and I say, well, what do you think about Vanna's outfit tonight? Because she 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 likes the way Vanna dresses. Well, so okay. uh, when Vanna hosted, when Pat had his procedure, um, Pat Sajak's daughter filled in for the Vanna part. Oh. Yeah. So... Seacrest said earlier this week, I love Vanna White. I've known Vanna for a long time. We sat in important places next to each other, and I hope for nothing more than to be able to walk out on that stage and host with her. Cool. He's happy about it, too. Uh, we'll go back to divorce land for a moment. Uh, I should have lumped this in uh, as well. But uh, Ariana Grande filed for divorce from her husband, Dalton Gomez, yesterday. I thought they were split already. Uh, shortly after her petition was filed, Gomez submitted his own paperwork. Be for, nice. Uh, dissolution of, yeah, his name is Dalton. Be of, nice. Of marriage and legal separation. Uh, uh, his lawyer, Warchild, said that each party requested... Uh, Back off, Warchild, seriously. Standard financial information disclosures. Yeah. Uh, Grande has spent months in the United Kingdom filming the movie adaptation of Broadway's Wicked. Ah, it is unclear that if... That would be a waste of time. It is unclear if Gomez, a real estate agent, had been by her side throughout filming. Mm. Uh, the pair married, married during uh, the peak of the pandemic 
in May 2021 at their home in Montecito, California. Uh, they began dating in January 2020 and were engaged by the end of the year. So it was a COVID. Yes, <laughs> it was one of those things. Yeah. I love you. Uh, their change in relationship status only came to light after she was spotted at Wimbledon without her wedding ring on. Now she's with that guy who left his... Was it his girlfriend or wife? Yeah. yeah that's right. I forgot about that. Right. That guy? Yeah. 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 So that's going down. Yeah. He was the uh, the Broadway yeah. uh, SpongeBob yeah. lead. Yeah. A source told People Magazine that the couple separated earlier this year and have been quietly Patrick. and lovingly working on their friendship. It's like they, they're so used, to, and I guess you can understand it. They're so used to being in a concentrated bubble with the different entertainment people that they're around all the time that they seem to just date within that bubble. That's true. Uh, Giselle Bündchen is healing from more than just her divorce from Tom Brady. While the supermodel was navigating the end of the pair's 13-year marriage last fall, she was also dealing with two ailing parents. Uh, she, has, she said, it's been very, very tough on my family. It's been a lot in every area of my life. This is a, an interview that was published yesterday. Uh, she said, I feel like whenever it rains, it pours with all the different twists and turns that life takes. All we can do is the best we can, get, we can given what's happening in our surroundings. Uh, she formally left Brady in October 2020. 22 after 13 years of marriage, but she said that she got through those dark days by prioritizing exercise every single day, <laughs> proper nutrition, meditation, and time outdoors. She had to take a telemarketing job because uh, things got tight for a while. The 43-year-old told the magazine uh, she likes to walk, do yoga, and lift weights. I like, I like to, to walk, walk, do yoga, and lift weights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said, I like I, to look at things. She said, I think if I, lamp. I will look at that direction often. You're a really good looker. Thank you. Yeah. That's kind of my reputation around Beasley. I think if I didn't have all the different tools that I have to support me during these times, it would have been very hard. It's been very tough. I want to thank Steve for all his years of looking. (laughs) It's been very tough on my family. It's been a lot in every area of my life, she said. Would you say that's your Beasley best? That's my Beasley best. Looking? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start replying all. (laughs) That's going to be my thing. It's going to be my call. Reply all, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, hey, thanks a lot for this. And then that's it. I'm just going to, that's going to be my thing. You're going to be the looker. I'll be the reply aller. Uh, Part of Bunchen's intake awareness included analyzing how alcohol was affecting her body and mind. So she made the decision, no, to quit. (laughs) drinking. More alcohol. I love the results. She's The bursted veins in my nose. She said, right after I turned 40, actually, I felt a huge difference between when I had the glass of wine and when I didn't have a glass of wine. I love being plastered. Uh, But she did not give the status of her mother and father's health at this point in the interview, but apparently there's some health issues. Oh, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, she's fabulously wealthy. He's fabulously wealthy. Yeah. And I look at things. And Steve's a looker. <laughs> You're a looker, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, but not you. in the classic sense in that I actually look at things. We're ready for the clips. The reality series, The Diamelo Show. Diamelio uh, Show? Yeah, they're yeah. the um, they're TikTok okay. stars. Uh, follows the lives of the overnight TikTok sensation, Charlie Diamelio and her family. And here Charlie talks about not getting along with her sister, Dixie. I think it's nice to have those not-so-perfect sides show, you know, we're sisters that we're going to live and work together, you know, like, it's inevitable. So I think that that's an interesting part of the season. Shut the f*** up! 
<laughs> All right, uh, enlighten me, folks. I, I don't, I don't, so her per, thing, I don't peruse TikTok. I don't do the you know ten minute uh, entertainment thing. I, she originally came on the scene uh, for her dancing, so she would do like these little dance videos, and they were she was doing all of the dance du jours, mm. and then the sister who apparently was a singer, a little bit of a singer. Uh, attached to that, then the whole family attached to it. Now they are uh, a reality show peeps. Okay, it's just unbelievable that you know all this. Uh, yeah, well, and because even I, Preston, I was like, she's is an attractive girl, but what what is the story? What's what's going on here? Yeah. And I think that um, I think that their fame, their rise to fame, was really quick. Like yes. you know, when it happens on TikTok, they were almost like, oh my god, we're popular. What's going on? And they were at the beginning of that. Yeah, so yeah. they caught the wave. Uh, is she on this season of uh, Dancing with the Stars? Because she's been on it before, but I don't know if it's uh, this one coming up. I don't, I don't know. But they are attractive. Yeah, you're, you're right. We're looking at the video of it right now, so that that helps. I mean, it? worth millions just wow. off of the social media that stuff. Okay. That always helps. Uh, season three of the D'Amelio show is out now on Hulu. Season three. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next clip. Here we go. Uh, the 2023 Sundance film Cassandro follows the story of Saul Armendariz. You know, I don't read these ahead of time. They just bring them in here and drop them off to me. Uh, you would never know. And I know. An amateur wrestling wrestler rising to fame. And in this clip, star uh, Gail Garcia Bernal uh, gives a brief description of the movie. Here we go. Well, it's the story of Cassandro, who is the character that Saul, Saul Armendariz, a uh, wrestler from... That's how you say it, Armendariz. I like the accent. From El Paso and from Ciudad Juarez, you know, from El Paso, wow. Texas and Ciudad Juarez, Chihuahua, Mexico. Uh, he comes from there and he created this character called Cassandro that Sandra. belongs to the exotico strand of, uh, of, there's many divisions in Lucha Libre in Mexico. I don't, I don't, wanna, wrestling. I don't think I want to see it. <laughs> I prematurely hit that button. I, if I were to have a, a Latin accent. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. That's it. That's that you. is exactly how I would want to sound. That is a. That's a panty dropper. That's a seductive accent. Listen What's to that. the story of Cassandro? who is the character that Saul, Saul Armendariz... Come with me now if you want to live. Yeah. You I know? love that guy. Kathy, <laughs> may I borrow a pen from you? Uh, what do I, uh, what do you know him from now? Werewolf by Night, and then, uh, he did... Oh! A, yeah, it's that guy. And then I he, know who that guy is. I know! And he did a movie called, uh, Itu Mama Tambien that came out, uh, a few years back. And That's the, right. That he's terrific in that. He's a really good actor. Is he in, yeah, Station Eleven? Yep. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you like know that. him. I like in, that you're idea. in love with him. He was in Old as well, Steve. With the yep. Shyamalan movie. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Cassand- He's in Cassandro as well. Cassandro is streaming now on Prime. I would like you to watch it, Preston. Will you watch my TV show? It is on Prime. Would you hang out with me? Maybe we could golf together. I would like Ooh, that. I, mean, I will hold your balls. What a... All right. All right. And that doesn't even have to be sexual. No, it's you absolutely... You will grip my shaft. I will grip your shaft mm-hmm. and I will stroke it. Mm-hmm. Hard. Lots of strokes. I would put something in the hole. Actually, a few strokes. That's what you want to golf. All right, so that's it. That's, that's it, done. Support for entertainment. It's over. My friends, it is actually over, Rambo. Thank you. Um, no we, problem, Rambo. We... <laughs> Dude. <laughs> That's made my day. That's yeah. it. Rambo called me Presbo. Rambo and Presbo. Rambo! Oh my God! There's a variety show. There's a All show. Right. The new Sunny Share. I got you, babe. <laughs> it's perfect. All right, we're gonna break. You know why? Because we have your chance to win a thousand dollars coming up, and I don't want to miss out on that. We got to stay on time for that crumbum cash at uh, eight o'clock. But before that, we'll go live on Fox. Good day, and all the other things as well. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The MMRE is coming.
into your neighborhood. Do you work with your hands? Join the MM Army today from 1030 to 1230 as PHDC and Jeb's Orleans Technical College host a mega building trades and construction hiring fair at Orleans Tech, 2770 Red Lion Road in Northeast Philly. Tomorrow from 7 to 9, Casey Boy from the Preston and Steve Show rocks Ryan's Pub, 124 West Gay Street in Westchester with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles Washington tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy Bud Light specials. So you had a story in the news earlier about this thing called um, pump switching. Yeah. Um, And the police, specifically in Lower Marion, they were uh, uh, issuing a warning essentially that this was taking place right around the corner from us. Yes. Yeah. They said they've seen an uptick in the area. Yeah, in Bella Kinwood. So um, you you go up, you get your pumping gas. Somebody comes up as a little aggressive and says, "Hey, I'll get that for you." Meaning, let me let me pump the gas for you. You you know, go ahead and and uh, don't worry about it. I'll 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 handle the work part of this. And um, if you do hand over the pump to them. They will fill, finish filling up your tank, and then it will look as if they are placing the uh, the nozzle back on the pump, uh, but they're not really doing that. You drive away, and then they wait for somebody else to pump, come up, and they'll say, look, I'll, I'll fill up your tank. Give me 20 bucks. I'll give you 60 bucks worth of gas, whatever. Um, and then they'll, uh, but would they haven't closed out the transaction that you initially yeah. uh, were using that you were enacting. And therefore, it's running up uh, money on your credit card, and people are they're running up hundreds and hundreds of dollars, and you won't find out till later on, uh, unless you have something you know, uh, some type of overcharge uh, connection, mm. or, you know, whether your credit card will reach out to you or something like that. I feel like the uh, credit card will. It, it, I think it tops off at a certain point. I think at it, a gas it, station, it'll, it'll recognize an impropriety, or w- w- what do you think? Um, like, how much can you? Could you? When I was driving across the country last year, I th- I thought it, it didn't allow more than I, it got to a certain point. Like let's say it just tops out at seventy five dollars. Like you can't you can't put more than seventy five dollars. Like if you need more than that, then maybe you need to hang up the gas pump, put your card back in, and then come back out. I but, think you could easily with a large vehicle exceed that. Yeah. So I think yeah. um, I, I just threw out a number. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like I, I don't think I it, think it's probably. It's going to go over two hundred. I don't know. I don't know. Lots of people got over. Oh, your brother, your buddy Jeff. My buddy Jeff. That was also dollars. That was a couple of years ago. But no, but they. You can, and that's exactly what happened to this woman that they had on ABC yesterday. She had gotten racked up hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars. So you can can do that. And then what they do is they they they're basically selling the gas for less and keeping the money. Uh, The first time I was approached, the one and only time it. The presentation to me was that there was this young man who was kind of part of the gas station and came over and I can get that for you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's very polite, you know. And uh, but I said, no, I got it, I'm fine. And then he he demurred and, and went away. But he was, you know, that, and he was working every pump at the Sunoco station, and uh, I think he had some takers. Uh, Casey just found this uh, on Google. Many gas stations have a $125 limit for visa transactions at the pump because larger transactions trigger higher fees for certain cards as well as additional liability in the event of fraud. So I guess it depends on what card you have. Yeah, Uh, and then the other one says... uh Card networks set the max allowed transaction amount for their automated uh, fuel dispenser. I, so the I, woman, the woman in the story uh, on at least on six ABC was charged one hundred and sixty five dollars. Okay, yeah, 
All right, so, so it's maybe there's a limit, but, yeah, but, but they're, they're running up, they're stealing your money mm-hmm. by doing it. So here's a question that I had, because somebody emailed me a while ago, uh, and I wasn't sure, if, they, but it has changed the way that I um, that I finish up my transaction at the pump. So when you're done and you put the, uh, you put the nozzle back to the pump, right. it will ask you, do you want a receipt? And you can either hit yes or no, or you can just drive away. And what this person told me was that they had, uh, like me, just stopped hitting yes or no. I don't want a receipt, and uh, uh-huh. and it, it'll, it'll cancel <laughs> out if you just leave. It's funny you're mentioning this. Um, but they said that, that what they didn't know is if you don't answer that yes or no question, that there's kind of a grace period time where somebody can pull up. Really? Grab it off of the uh, right. uh, the pump and start pumping again. I, I've heard something similar. Preston. I don't know if it's true. Or not. I don't either. Um, but because I heard that, I always just hit no. Me too. And, and so I have no idea if there's any validity to that whatsoever. So I'm I wondering. There was a period any- where I would I would drive away, Preston, occasionally, and now for the past. Year, year and a half, I hit no. Make sure to hit no. I'm wondering if anybody knows definitively if you work at a gas station or you, you, yeah, you absolutely know for sure. 215-263-WMMR. I would never drive away without hitting either yes or no. I hit yes for years uh, because I was um, an impeccable bookkeeper and I would keep all of my receipts and I would, when I had a checkbook at the Mm -hmm. time, I would write everything (laughs) in my checkbook. Um, So eventually I stopped taking the receipts because now I don't need to know that I, you know, paid $900 for gas, but um, I do always hit that no button. Like yeah. To me, if I drive, I've, I actually think, I, I know I've done this in the past, I can't remember the last time, but like turned around and came back because I was like, I didn't hit no okay. on, the, on the gas well, pump. I, I, and I don't, I also don't know what happens if you don't hit it, but to me, I need to hit that button to end the transaction. I've seen it rather quickly go off that screen. Like if I, if I've, if I walked away and I haven't touched the no, right. and that's sort of what made me think, okay, it shuts off pretty quickly because I went and then I was getting, you know, some stuff out of my pockets and look look back and the screen had gone away. But now I don't. I hit no just to make sure. Kathy, my father would religiously <laughs> keep every single receipt. And so when, when my mom would go in to clean out my dad's office, there would be receipts from like the Buick Skylark from 1988. Oh, man. And, it, but, and so eventually you probably don't need to hang on to them anymore. Uh, and now obviously it's all digital. Digital, and electronic yeah. And, and, but so um, I don't get the receipts anymore either. But yeah, for years and years, my dad kept every single receipt. I- he ever had. Nick, I, when I go to pump gas, I, I check the card reader. I, I, I shake it. By the way. I, I look around. I'm like, okay, does this look like a legit pump? The uh, Conoco down here on Belmont, I think, is closed permanently. The, the pumps weren't working for a long time. Yeah, I, okay, Case, okay, so I, I saw that as well. And so the pumps weren't working, so you had to go in to use, uh, into the little um, uh, kiosk to use your credit card. Um, but now I think the entire gas station is oh. shut down, which is a shame. So you have to go to the Sunoco if you're heading down Belmont to yeah. um, to get on 76. Which is not convenient if you're heading in <clears throat> a certain direction. Yes. That place is a piece of crap. Yeah, if you see that Sunoco. No, no, not the Sunoco. The Conoco. The Conoco. Conoco. It was just like, it was falling apart. They sold uh, fake Viagra in there, and you could get fake weed. Yeah. Fake Uh, weed. (laughs) You'd see those gas stations that had obscenely cheap gas, and you're like, 
What? This is there's a there's a gas station near me. Like everyone knows, don't go to that. You know what percentage of that gas is water? Because yeah. it's it just doesn't look right. Um, do you do you guys like the little um like if you pull up to a Wawa and uh you know uh, as soon as you put your card in like music starts playing and yeah, uh, yeah, little yeah. show ad runs yeah. and stuff like that. Brooke Burns or somebody comes up and tells you about the latest development in kitchen I, utensils. I always said that um yeah because there there are a couple of like newer gas stations around me that do the same thing, but I always said they should play like a little bit of our show. I think like what, how can we get onto these uh, gas station speakers? <laughs> See if you can broker that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kathy Romano with a clip from the Preston and Steve. Show. Yeah, Wawa seems to like us. Maybe we could do it at the Super Wawas. Oh, that's By a good way, idea. Make sure to get your receipts. I keep them all. <laughs> they a, can play this segment. <laughs> yeah, give Chris Geisens just this segment. Chris Geisens. Why not? We know him. He's yeah. Handsome. Yeah. All right. Let me go to a couple of calls here, and I already have <clears throat> conflicting <laughs> responses. Excellent. Uh, I'll go to Matt first. Hey, Matt. Good morning. Hey, you guys work. Uh, you work, buddy. What's up? <laughs> I got a buddy who actually worked at, first of all, I'm from New Jersey. Uh, I got a buddy who used to work at a gas station, and he turned me onto this tip about 10 years ago. Uh, I'm not sure how valid it still is, but it's pretty much everything you guys are talking about in that if you don't ask for a receipt, so in New Jersey, you know, they offer you the receipt because they pop it for you. But there's been times I have not asked for the receipt, and apparently, especially at like a shadier gas station, they can leave that transaction open and do exactly what you were talking about earlier this morning, where somebody will come up and they'll push gas, uh, paying cash on them. Oh, so so one of the, a person working at the gas station will do that. Correct. Okay, that right, seems that's, pretty shady. That's a total scam. I mean, that's uh, yeah, yeah. You're going to get found out pretty damn quick on that. All right, thanks, man. I appreciate. The question that. would be: Could a civilian who went up after you? Yeah, and it had not been hit. You did not hit. No, could they access the gas? Yeah, so that's what I want to find out. Let's go to Chris next. Chris, good morning. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, what's up, my man? Ah, so. When you guys hang up the nozzle, when you're done with your transaction, when you hang up the nozzle and it asks you if you want a receipt, the transaction's already complete. The the POS inside closes that transaction. So when you hang up the nozzle and it asks you if you want a receipt, it's basically asking you if you want, you know, a copy of the authorization code saying that the credit card went through and everything. Okay. So it completes the transaction once you hang the nozzle up. So then once that is hang the nozzle And up. what what are your qualifications here, Chris? I am a service manager for Island Pump and Tank. We are we repair gas stations. There you go. Legit. Now, when you say the POS, you're talking. Does that mean the piece of piece S of work in the register? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the point of sale. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. So, so you are saying that once once you put the nozzle back into the the pump and it's hanging on there, that that you cannot reenact that transaction. It is done. Correct, yes. Okay. Yes. Once so, you hang right. the nozzle up and it asks you for a receipt, yeah, it, it completes the transaction on the network side. So even, asking if, you. even if you drove away without hitting yes or no, you're still good to go. You don't have to worry about somebody racking up more charges. Correct, yes. Okay. Hang the nozzle all the way up. Let uh, me ask you, Chris, then just on, on the question of the credit cards, can, would, are, are there built-in fail-safes to uh, stop people from charging um, exorbitant amounts at the pump? So the networks usually have... Um, criteria set up like limits on every card and every card's a little bit different based on you know how they have it worked out with their networks but typically yeah somewhere it's usually around 150 dollars okay a little bit less it might be 125 but yeah there are usually limits built in that you'll max it out and like i think casey someone said um it'll max out so if you run it up to 150 you'll have to hang up the nozzle and run your credit card again but there's still a limit on how many times you could run that card at one station all, all right. right interesting thank you uh, appreciate Absolutely. it uh chris so there you go case that proves it that's correct so you got you had a point where you were putting so much gas in that it would only it would cut you off at some point. 
Um, You've had enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think we topped out at like, I think it might have been like 75 bucks and it just stopped. Interesting. Yeah. I was surprised as you That's were traveling along. But yeah. also just in general, you're taking a lot of times, like, for example, when I, when I, if I'm going on a vacation, I'll let the credit card company know that you're going to start to see charges coming in from other areas, you know, and, and, and it's me. Um, but I, I'm surprised on the road trip. Did you ever encounter a thing with it where the card became inactive because they saw it? No. It was pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah. we didn't have any problems with that. Casey, okay. when you were driving across the country, what, do you remember which state had the cheapest gas? Was it Texas? Um, no, it was somewhere in the Midwest. Okay. I mean, what is Texas? I guess South. Um, it's so big that it's a yeah. lot. Uh, I would say uh, somewhere in like Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma was okay. was the but the most expensive was that gas station in California and the desert. It was the last gas station uh, oh, before right. you got to what was it, Palm Springs, where seven bucks a gallon, oh, seven bucks a gallon. Wow, yeah, because yeah. yeah. they know you're gonna that's you're it. You, you have yeah. no choice have but to, to buy yeah. your gas here. We'll find your body in the desert. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is this is a, a scam that. And Kathy, you were saying that the this has been going on for a while, but it's recently had an uptick of um, yeah, cases. I guess, I guess they've gotten some reports, like you said, right here on City Avenue, another one on Conshohocken State Road. So they're seeing it in the area, and they're being more more brazen, more uh, they're being more forceful. Very, correct? Yeah, they said they're being very aggressive, like almost not giving you a choice and yeah. just taking the pump and pumping your gas. Are they doing? Is it a suggestion that they're doing it in a threatening manner? Because a, a number of the the people that I saw talking about it were women. Uh, I, it didn't say threatening. It just said they were aggress- very aggressive and not uh-huh. really giving you a choice. Mm. All right. I have uh, Bill, who's on the phone. Hey, Bill, good morning. Felicitations. Felicitations. Mm. Mm. Good day. Not everyone can say felicitations. What's up, Bill? I had, I had uh, a friend uh, a few months ago this happened to. Uh, he's a volunteer driver. He takes people to doctor's appointments, and he was in uh, West Philly. So part of West Philly, and he pulled in to get gas, put his credit card in, and somebody came up and offered to help and was very persistent, and he, he initially resisted and then relented, got in his car, and the guy said, okay, you're all good to go, and as he's driving away, the guy never hung the pump up, his friends, he had his friend's car pull in, and he filled up his friend's car on, on my friend's credit card. Did your friend see this starting to happen? Yes, he saw it starting to happen, but it, but he's by himself. Oh, so uh, and you know he he you know wasn't ready to confront the people. Right, well, he, he called his credit card company and, and you know registered the complaint with them. I think at that point your only option would be to turn around, get out of your car, take a toolbox from the trunk, press it down on the accelerator, and point it towards the pump. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, Preston? Yeah, yeah. That's an option. Yeah, that's an option. It's definitely an option. Yeah, but, yeah, it definitely is something to uh, be aware of. Or, thank you, by the way, or you could take uh, uh, what Bodie did yeah. uh, during the foot chase, and you can grab the, the nozzle and light it on fire <laughs> oh, right. and uh-huh. use it as a flamethrower. I thought you were going to have a gas like I thought yeah. maybe pick up a dog and throw it at somebody. Yeah. I mean, you can you can definitely do that. Back off, War Child. Seriously. There are options <laughs> out there. Uh, by the way, uh, Marissa just uh, brought this little note into us. Uh, the one-year anniversary of Casey's Big Adventure. 
is happening as we speak. Is that right? We were in at your high school at this point a year ago. Yesterday. Uh, it started yesterday in 2022. Wow. When we sent uh, the gang out on the road. Yeah. Wow. How about that? I still have your... Wait, do we have your yearbook? I yeah, it's in the... Uh, I moved it back. into the office. No, we did never send that <laughs> we, back. You stole one Casey thing. Stole it. We returned it and I stole another. <laughs> That's how but you do it. using it. It was in a freaking closet, all right? It, it should was, have been yeah. in the case when you walk in the lobby. That's so, right. Preston Elliott uh, went here. Uh-huh. Uh, so should be like the Torah lit from yeah. that was two that was uh yeah a year ago today that's crazy man yeah all right and that was your that was the second successful swipe at getting you out on the road mm-hmm. we were planning to get you uh, oh, launch from Subaru yeah which we're broadcasting live from tomorrow uh, this by the way crazy. this it's is all crazy, crazy. let's play the lotto yeah we should we should by the way it's up to like six hundred is it yeah six hundred million Ooh. something like that mm. I got a Powerball ticket that I never checked so I'll go down and see if Mrs. Cho's uh, in good a good luck. mood today yeah good luck if you're not Casey yeah. or Steve uh, she did it for me the last time oh she, she did yeah 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 well I'm the only it. one there yeah. that Actually, was my problem I have a story about the uh, the lottery if we wanted to switch gears at all I don't know if you guys oh. want to or not but Preston, you're not kidding it's up to six seventy two. Yeah. All right, so you know what? I will I will mention this because we are going to have to take a break here shortly because we have a Fox Good Day and Mom right. Cash and all that stuff coming up. But um, the uh, where is this? There was uh, yeah, the guy who won the two billion dollar Powerball. Yes, his name is Edwin Castro. Uh, apparently, financial planners are wincing at his purchases. Oh okay. no. Since, oh, no. since since winning in November, he yeah. purchased, and I saw a picture of this, a, a $25.5 million home it's beautiful. in the same neighborhood as Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, DiCaprio and Ariana Grande. So dude is like, <laughs> he, he he is jumping face first into the fire. Like he's he's not dicking around and yeah. like buying something really nice in no. a... And in, in, a, in a regular city, no, he's going right into like Bel Air or whatever it is. His place overlooks their houses, um, so it, it's it's a gorgeous home. So the home in the Hollywood Hills could cost him, and he may not know this, two hundred fifty-five thousand dollars annually just to maintain. And he also bought a four million dollar home in uh, Altadena. And a vintage Porsche as well. So he is, uh, he's apparently spending like crazy. But he's got two bill? He's got two billion. Which is one billion. But, yeah, which yeah. is one billion when you, you know, after taxes yeah, and all go that. Go spend as, like, dude, yes, go do that, right? You get, get all that stuff out of the way and then just sit back and enjoy it, you know? Yeah, if you have a billion dollars and you're spending $25 million on a home, you still have $975 million. I know, but they're saying that he's just, he's going right after this. Yeah, and, yeah. and if he continues spending like that. Sure. A billion dollars will go quicker than you think it will, probably. Uh, because there, there's upkeep and keeping yeah. all kinds of stuff that he's not considering that, that you have to pay. But, uh, can you, can, well, obviously these are, and I've read the same thing, Press, on the number of financial planners are going, you maybe you want to roll, slow your roll, but the interest that you would get on the remaining money in the bank, would that cover your, I'm sure that would cover the house expenses on that. Yeah. I, I look, if I ever, this is never going to happen, right? So it's always fantasy anyway, right. but um, I would, if I were ever in the Brewster's million, uh, millions category, I would do exactly what Richard Pryor did in that movie. I would take 
take the challenge on, have as much fun as I possibly could. And if you lose, you lose. But if you win, you're going to have a lot of, uh, you know, you're still going to have fun in the process. True, so. Preston, they say this guy pulls away from the pump now without ever hitting no. No. Yeah. No. That's how cavalier he is. But, but I, so the financial uh, financial planner in this story, Nicholas uh, Bunio, said people don't understand there is a potential for loss. They only focus on the potential for gain. So in the classic, there's a couple of documentaries. There's one that's really sort of tragic about lottery winners who have who've not only lost it all, but their lives just fell to crap oh, afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, there was no one in any of those documentaries that had won $2 billion. That's true. No, my goal would just be to, I mean, listen, to live a little bit extravagantly. But uh, no, no, just to simplify my life. Yeah. That's it, you know? And so, yes, purchase a home. I would not go to the Hollywood Hills. I would prefer to live somewhere uh, not as congested or whatever, but yeah, you get all those big purchases out of the way and then sit back and enjoy yourself. Would you stay in Delco? Yes. Dude, you'd have to build a castle in Delco. I would buy... That would be like a full... Like Austrian castle with a moat in Delco. No, I would. Uh, I would buy Chichester. I would just, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would just buy the entire. I lived in Chai. You yeah. don't want to buy it. Yeah, no. Well, if I bought the whole, oh thing, man, yeah, yeah, say, you're all out of here. <laughs> but I guess you could. You could Case own Chester. You could own locally, and uh, but still, you know, live seasonally all over the sure world. If you summer want, in Chichester. <laughs> Right, it's lovely. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to own several homes because then you have to upkeep all this. Listen, I, I have a place down the shore. Yeah. Right, I'm like, man, I got to get down there and mow the lawn. But you, <laughs> you don't know? do it then. What's that? You yeah, don't you don't do, do it. it. I don't do what. You do, you're not going to do that if you have multiple. If you have the money to have multiple homes, you're Somebody not. Somebody else will mow I, your but lawn. Then I have to oversee. I got to get groceries from my fourth house. No, I know what you're saying, and you, you then you have to have someone manage it. You want to simplify. Yeah. You don't. It, 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 it. You know who was a perfect example is Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp had so much money yeah. and we were t- he was buying cannons and he was doing all this weird stuff uh, and multiple homes that you can never possibly live in. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's it, at that point you're just burning, you're incinerating the money. Yeah, yeah, but that's a good problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is Hope a, good problem. It's a great it. problem to have. I'd like a, I'd like a couple gorillas. Yeah. Case, would you... Uh, have a gorilla with, with a billion. Okay, with with a billion dollars, would you hire a uh, fish for a small party? Okay, <laughs> or would so, you have a big concert with them that you paid for? So, in my dream, okay. uh, when I win the, the Powerball, yes, fish is playing my party. Uh, so, I am running out the Fillmore, and you'd be uh, the jam band version of Spicoli, and fish would be playing that. I would uh, pay them money, and then I would also donate to the Water Wheel Foundation, ah. which is their their charity. Wonderful. That's the way to get in with those guys. You go okay. Because they might, they don't need the money. They don't. Know? But if I make the, the donation, and then everybody that I was going to give money to would then be invited to the fish concert. And they'd be your friends now because you made such a wonderfully generous donation and to their charity. And then you guys could go golf together. Yes. And then the only way you can get money from me is if you sit through the entire fish concert. <laughs> <laughs> Four and a half hours yeah. later. Yeah. Uh, I can't but, do yeah, it. I mean, I'm I tapping have out. fantasized about this so much uh, that, yeah, I, I have it all planned out. Yeah, everybody, okay. everybody's getting limos. How, how much would you pay Preston to listen to every fish song you want him to hear? <laughs> oh uh, how much would he pay me? Yeah. yeah. I'm, like if that was the simulation, well, what would? Well, it's whatever he gets in. I in, can't be yeah. bought. Yeah. You can't be. <laughs> yes, oh, you I can. can be, I can. I, yes, you can. I know. I'm trying to drive the price up. I won't be hurt. I don't care. I'm trying to drive the number up. This is your money. You take it or leave it, right? I'm not your fish whore. 
<laughs> but I feel like I'm God. You know, I'm going to do so many good things with this money. Like, why not give it to me, God? What happens Are you though? Telling what God? if God I'm, knows? I'm, yeah. He knows that it, it, the money would corrupt you. Right. All right. So. I have a question for you guys. Uh, do you believe in, in even even a little bit, even a tiny little bit? Do you believe that you can sell your soul to the devil? Uh, no, I don't believe in any of that. Okay, so, all right. Yeah. So, would you, and, and then, in a classic Devil and Daniel Webster sort of way, would you then write down right now? Uh, I, I agree to sell my soul to the devil to win the Powerball. Are you trying to prove whether I have any inkling at all that there's an afterlife trying, I, or Satan or anything like that? Because I, I don't believe it either, but I won't. I won't. You do, also, when when a receipt comes up at six dollars and sixty six cents, you'll buy something. Right, else, here's so. another piece of gum. Listen, um, it, it, it all correlates to what they call Pascal's wager, which is he didn't believe in God, but he but he would. Act as if he did. Why not? You yeah. know. So so. Uh, um, but yeah, I'm the same. Like you know, little, well, the superstitions. Yeah. I, listen, yeah. I won't say Candyman into the mirror five times either. You know, say it six, <laughs> then you get Candyman's cousin Earl. <laughs> By the way, if you do yeah. sell your soul, uh-huh. and do you have to get that notarized? You do on a piece of paper yeah. in order for it By to be a legit. Cherub. Yeah. By a cherub. <laughs> Oh, man, here's a counter-argument, Casey. Okay. Maybe God hates fish, and that's why he hasn't let you <laughs> win the lottery yet. Uh, There's a point to be made there. Well, then if he did, then why would they even exist? Why would they just announce a Ford? To uh, torture you. Why do lanternflies exist? Everyone hates them. We've even been told to kill them, and yet they exist. Only around here. Yeah, There's a master they're, plan. They're native of, uh, of uh, Asian countries. Do we know so, that? So or they might just their there. PR department. Did you, did you see the latest report, though, that was saying that they're not as bad as they originally thought they were? <laughs> a mass extinction as we're wiping them out right and left and like, oh, they're actually pretty good. Yeah, well, they like did studies on them and they put them on trees in like a controlled environment and I guess the results were not as uh, bad as they thought. So they're not destroying the, the trees as bad as they thought they were going to? I, I only heard a portion and, and the conclusion that they said was they're not as bad as they originally thought. I don't know if they're not killing any trees or some trees. I'm not sure. They apparently produce a juice that makes your penis bigger. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear this out. <laughs> no, I uh, I have felt bad killing them from time to time, even though no, I'm I kill them. I mean, I'm, like I'll I'll get I'll take a spider outside or whatever. I try I try to let a, a, a bug or a fly get out of the house. You don't. It's not <laughs> a joy to kill anything. Flies I hate. I kill them no matter. Do you? What. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because I've had I've had them infest in uh, in my garbage cans before and all the maggots and stuff, and it yeah. just makes uh, I, I want those things well, you, gone. You cut off their antennas and wear them as a necklace. I don't feel bad about uh, killing flies. Okay. Anyway, it's seven forty three. I don't know how we got here, uh, but we do need to take a break. I think now because we're going to go live on Fox Good Day. We have uh, Crumb Bum Cash. We yes. have Bizarre File. We're going to fit all this in. So we're going to break. We're going to come back and just. A moment, but listen, don't let someone else pump your gas if no. they come over. That's the bottom line here because there's a big scam going on right about now. We're gonna break and be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. 
Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. First, I wanted to mention that Casey's got an appearance tomorrow night. Yes. He will be heading out for the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff, and this time in Westchester, Pennsylvania, you're going to be at Ryan's Pub. I am. I am. I I have done these uh, a bunch over the last couple of years, and uh, Westchester seems to be my haunt. And so I'll be there from, what time is it? Seven to nine. Seven to nine. Yeah. And usually we have uh, some tickets to give away. So we got uh, commander's tickets, I believe. Every Thursday this year, Case, uh, Eagles tickets to give away. Oh, and also, uh, the Bud Light shirts that they give us to give away. They're Kelly Green. Yeah. They are sharp. They, I saw them in the uh, promotions office. They, they look great. So we have uh, uh, an abundant amount of those to give away and then one pair of birds tickets for the game against the Commanders on October 1st. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so it's come great. out and uh, do people just like put their name in? And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just drop your name in a, in a uh, box and, and we'll be good to go. We've had, uh, you know, other games there in the past. We had like Giant Connect 4 so, you know, just a ton of different ways for me to interact. And uh, if I've never met you, uh, please come out and, and, and say hi. Uh, I want to meet everybody. I mean, well, Carter is uh, in Westchester. Oh, oh and he's 21. And he's 21. Oh, you, you can meet him. Send him over there. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. To please, hang out with you. Yeah, please do that. I'll let him know. I'll, uh, I'll buy him a beer. Okay. We got about uh, 10 seconds or so. Uh, the music means we're going live on Fox. Subject matter for today's discussion. Are you the type of person that holds a grudge? Now, of all the cast members over there at MMR on the President Steve Show, I guess Kathy would be the most grudge holder. Wow. Nope. Wow. Nope. Wow. Nope. You're, you're actually... Totally uh, wrong. You're completely wrong, only because I was actually talking to Casey about this off the air. Uh, as a kid, my mom wouldn't let me hold a grudge. She would always say to me, it's not worth it, get over it. Like, no matter what had happened, mm. she would just make it no big deal, get over it, we're not holding grudges. Um... <laughs> I think okay. it's probably so I think it's probably me, Mike. Uh, I I I have I've gotten oh. way way better over the years, uh, but there okay. was there was a long time where I wouldn't let things go, <laughs> and and uh, and I've gotten way better. I think I'm 
Uh, I think everybody's pretty good here. I uh, think we're pretty good within the room. But it, so th- I, I think I'm not bad. But I think amongst us, this crew, I'm probably the one that hangs on to stuff the longest. I would think. So think what's the that. secret? Um, getting over a grudge. Then I, you know what? Just uh, it, killing the person that helps yeah. because you don't have to worry. They don't <laughs> it, think it, it just it's, anymore. It, there's a finality to it, yeah. and you can move on. Take him yeah. out back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just um, uh, growing older has helped me realize that it's not worth it. And when you learn about also the story, you know, you get older and you realize you let something go, somebody passes away and you didn't get in. And what was that about? What what is the bigger picture? Why did you waste that time? And wasted energy. That's 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 mainly it for me. I'm like, I've I've got I got worked up about this and I didn't have to be, you know. Casey yeah. Casey doesn't hold it? grudges at all, but Casey will never forget. He'll bring up things from like 25 years ago. He's like, remember when you said that to me? I'm like, no, I don't. Oh, well, I do. <laughs> yeah. I remember you were wearing a pink shirt. <laughs> He's like he's like a, he's like a pissed off wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I get that from my mom. Uh, so Kathy, the opposite of you, my mom, she holds on to a grudge. Oh, and, she and, does. And, and yeah, and I worry about that for myself because we are, you know, a byproduct of our of our parents, whether we like it or not. Right. So. Well, what, what's the grudge that you you hold against Mike, Alex? What's the <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. what? <laughs> <laughs> We do? What is that? Tell me. You say that you can't tell me deep, dark secrets oh, because yeah. I'll spill the beans. He can't hold water. No. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's more alcohol I can't hold. <laughs> I, have a, yes. I have a question for so you guys. A lot of times... What, what, what uh, professional grudges do you hold? Because, uh, for example, sometimes there are people that come on our show and either they are terrible guests or they just refuse to come on for one reason or another. And there was one that happened with Casey recently, and I won't say the person's name, but um, we will hold that grudge oh, professionally yeah. against somebody for a while. Has that ever happened for you guys? We do that here, too. If somebody, you know, messed up or left us hanging, didn't come in when they promised they would, we'll go, well, the last don't book them again yes. for a while. We yeah. punish them. They don't know they're being punished. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's, it's the most effective kind of punishment when they don't even know they're being punished. Have you ever actually actively rooted against somebody as a result? Because I am. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, there, there, there's... I have held a grudge for nearly 15 years. Oh. And a serious one? That person, I don't believe, knows it. Yeah. But I am still hanging on. And they say that, you, that it's not a healthy thing to do. It's not. No, no, it's it not. the person more holding it because you're holding on yes. to it I, and carrying that weight. The best thing yeah. to do is key their car and at least manifest it <laughs> some way. I actually have access to that car right now. <laughs> oh wow. But Mike and I will tally things up. Like, just this week, I was like, I called you and you didn't call me back. <laughs> oh. He wants to prove, so he Keep goes to his call log and then, yeah, proves, oh wait, you did call me. That happened last night at 923. You called me back. <laughs> And I think I was asleep. And he was like, you didn't call me back. I was like, yes, I did. Check your call off. You know what we call that? We do. We call that what? sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. That's what we call that. Tension needs to be released. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not healthy for you. Uh, and on that note. We better yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Get us we in trouble. Bye-bye, guys. Uh, we'll see you soon. All right. And that's perfect time because it's 8 o'clock, friend. 93.3 WMMR, Philadelphia. You're a real crumb bum. It's time for a crumb bum cash keyword. All right.
right. The word you need to know and to enter is excellent. And that's spelled E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-T. E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-T. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. And three ways for you to do that. Uh, you can enter through WMMR.com or the MMR app. Or you can text it to us at our special contest short code number, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. And each winner will get a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored by Horizon Services. I'll give you that word one more time. Excellent. E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-T. Good luck to you. No. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by the Lehigh Valley Restaurant Group. And don't miss Red Robin's $10 Tavern Bundle, which includes your choice of any tavern double burger plus bottomless fries and beverage. You can dine in only or dine in only available at uh, dine in only and available only at participating Lehigh Valley Restaurant Group location. That's a mouthful. I got it right. Yeah. Okay, so this is fun. A Danish artist has been ordered to return nearly $72,000 to a museum after giving it two blank canvases for a project that he named Take the Money and Run. It's <laughs> kind of brilliant. The Kunsten Museum had intended for Jens Hunning uh, to embed the banknotes in two pieces of art in 2021. Instead, he gave them blank canvases and then said that the work is that I have taken their money. <laughs> a court has now ordered him to return the cash. It wouldn't be obvious if you walk in. You'd have to have a little plaque there to explain what happened. Uh, but he's keeping some for expenses. The art uh, project was intended as a statement on salaries in Denmark and Austria. Uh, after a long legal battle, a Copenhagen court on Monday ordered Mr. Hanning to refund the museum. Um, and that he's retitled fig- to go F yourself. Uh, the figure was equivalent to the sum the museum had given him, minus the artist's fee and the cost of mounting. Uh, museum director Lasse Anderson said that he had laughed. He had laughed out loud when he first saw the two <laughs> blank canvases in 2021 and decided to show the works anyway. He said he stirred up my curatorial staff and he also stirred me up a bit, but I also had a laugh because it was really humoristic. But after the judgment, Mr. Hanning said that he did not plan to take the case any further. As the Napa County Sheriff's Office arrested 33-year-old Andrew Kenneth Dixon Saturday morning. What was that? I'm sorry. I'm trying to fix something that's Okay. It scared me. Yeah, Uh, I know. That was really weird. All right. So anyway. Was that a biff? (laughs) No, it wasn't a biff. Nobody biffed. Uh, So anyhow, the Napa County Sheriff's Office arrested Kenneth Dixon Saturday morning on suspicion of attempted murder, elder abuse, and assault with a deadly weapon. Listen to how this story played out. A 61-year-old homeowner had stepped outside his house after the power went out and he encountered Dixon on his property. Some sort of argument and physical altercation ensued in which Dixon allegedly stabbed the home owner in the back. The homeowner then reported reportedly pulled the knife out of his own back and stabbed Dixon with it in the torso wow. and then used the knife to subdue him until authorities arrived. It's totally Batman. Took the knife out of his back and That's used amazing. it. Yeah, both men suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Amazing. Uh, it's unclear what Dixon was doing in the county or if he was responsible for cutting the power line to the homeowner's house. Uh, as of Saturday afternoon, Dixon was being held. Plus, the one guy was 61, the other dude was 33, and he, he managed to pull the knife out of his back and turn it on him. Wow. 
All right, in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, North Cumberland County, animal experts are warning people after thousands of minks were released from a fur farm. Minks! Yes. According to state police, in the early hours of Sunday morning, someone broke into a mink farm. Whoever broke the broke in cut holes in the fencing and opened up all the cages, and approximately 7,000 minks escaped the facility. They're very soft. Oh, yeah. So now thousands of mink are roaming a section of North Cumberland County. Is it a lock inside order? Or because, you know, they'll eat Shelter in place, yeah, yeah. yes. A mink released, all mink released were bred in captivity and may be different from those found in the wild. Uh, the mink that escaped are going to be a couple of different colors. You're going to see them in the white color phase, black and brown. Mm. And now most of the wild mink are going to be of that brown or tannish color. Uh, some advice about what you should do if you see one. Uh, the uh, We were told to just stay away. Don't touch it. Don't try to trap it. Don't even look at it. Don't try to catch it. They will bite you, and they can potentially hurt you. Uh, we want to make sure that the public is safe. These mink could pose a threat to other animals as well. Uh, as so far a whole as, herd of mink thundering across the prairie? As far as who broke into the mink farm and operated all the cage, um, opened up all the cages, that's under investigation by state police. They kind of look like ferrets. They do, very know? much so. Yeah. Uh, what was the intent? Where were they going to end up, these mink? I would imagine as coats, coats and yeah, maybe so, food or yeah, maybe I, some animal organization. I, I don't know what. I, I assume, yeah, yeah. an animal uh, uh, rights organization probably did this, so who knows. Uh, a Kansas youth pastor is accused of trying to kill his wife and five children. Too in, bad youth pastor. In their home before allegedly attempting to set the home on fire. i got to be honest. You're not good at this. I don't think this is your line yeah. of work, sir. Matthew Richards you should is work with mink. charged with five counts of attempted premeditated first-degree murder. His five children, including a 19-year-old and four juveniles, and his wife all sustained laceration injuries of varying degrees. I think you should read the Bible again. Police and firefighters responded to the reports of a disturbance and a fire at the pastor's home at 3.47 a.m. Firefighters located a blaze in the basement of the house and quickly <laughs> extinguished it. Wow. They transported all five victims and Richards to the hospital for treatment. Richards' biography on the Crossroads Christian Church website states that he's just a big kid who loves teaching little kids about Jesus. In arson. Uh, he and his family have three rules, apparently. One, love God. Two, love people. And three, love sports. Um, cross, maybe, maybe they, maybe they, uh, one of the kids didn't love sports. Right, just right. Had it. I'm going to have to kill you. Uh, Crossroads Church senior pastor Kurt Witten issued a statement saying that the church was, quote, aware of the situation involving the children's pastor, Matt Richards. By the way, my first, my fourth rule is all the first three are optional. They said we are gathering more information. We'll have a full statement at a later time. <laughs> uh, Richards being held in a $5 million bond, by the way. All right, and then finally, we will end with this. A face-pulling champion has won the World Gurning Championship for a record-breaking 18th time. Wow. Tommy Mattinson stormed to victory in the men's categories. He broke the world record for winning the centuries-old contest the most times. You know this is centuries-old. Centuries-old. The event which sees contestants pull grotesque faces while wearing horse collars. Jesus did it. Is held in the town's market hall and is believed to have first been established in 1267. That's amazing. That's how long ago people have been gurning. Gurning. The experienced Gurner also beat top comedians Josh Widcomb and Nish Kumar by winning the competition at the Crab Fair in Egremont, Cumbria. So I saw some pictures of some of the winners at the uh, gurning 
competition, I was underwhelmed. I've seen better. Yeah. Uh, Kumar and Whitcom made surprise appearances at the event as they are believed to be touring uh, the UK for a TV show. Uh, a typical gurn involves pushing the lower jaw as far forward and up as possible and covering the upper lip with the lower lip. Competi- competitors must wear a large horse collar at the same time as gurning, uh, but the rules are generally accepted uh, to stop there. Uh, Mr. Madden says that I'm absolutely chuffed to bits. I'm chuffed. It doesn't matter how many times I win it, I, I want to win it on the night. said, I put a lot of effort into that. I'm aching. I'm tired. But it was well worth it. A true champion. Well, apparently he worked really, really hard at it. So I think you have an edge on this if you have dentures and you can have them slide up out of your mouth. But yep. I, I've seen, like, you know, classic, you know, the gurning that we used to celebrate, Preston. The, the, the entire face would almost disappear into, like, a wrinkle. Yep. A representative from uh, Guinness World Records was on hand to officiate the event. So he's, he's the all-time, he's the GOAT. Go to Gurning. Yeah. And there Gurning you go. Goat. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. You got five minutes left. A little under five minutes uh, to enter the word excellent uh, to uh, WMMR.com or the MMR app. Or you can text it in the special short code number 45911. The word is excellent. And that is our crumb bum cash. Can I try something real quick? Yes. I, I want to see if I fix this or not. Can you uh, hit this little thingy and see if it worked? All right. We're not. Doing this again, we we were having a problem with the the effects. So here, I'm going to play this. All right, and... 93.3. Okay, I I, uh, broke it. it. I I broke it worse. (laughs) Wait, did you turn it off? No, I didn't. Okay, cool. Okay. So the the thing is, is it would it would go on and on and on and on and wouldn't stop. Yeah, and uh, yeah. we need to fix that problem. It's a horrible thing. And uh, but they're working on it. We're working, working on it. it. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a break. Okay. We're gonna come back in a moment. Don't forget our buddy John Brazier's coming yeah. by. He's gonna have Phil's tickets to give away. Uh, and on top of that, we also have uh, tickets for Red Hot Chili Peppers in Hershey Park next week. Text the word secret three nine three 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 if you want to win those. And of course, crumb bum cash as well. We'll be back in a sec. Hang out. Do you work with your hands? Join the MM Army today from 1030 to 1230 as PHDC and Jeb's Orleans Technical College host a mega building trades and construction hiring fair at Orleans Tech, 2770 Red Lion Road in Northeast Philly. Tomorrow from 7 to 9, Casey Boy from the Preston and Steve Show rocks Ryan's Pub, 124 West Gay Street in Westchester with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles Washington tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy Bud Light specials. And thank you to whoever created this picture that we're looking at now. It's a uh, it's a photo shoot and logo for the Rambo and Presbo show. Yeah, it's going to be great. Rambo it's coming to A and E. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's oh, a, we're gonna we're doing it's a, a talk show. A talk yeah, yeah, yeah. show on TV Absolutely. on A and E. Yeah, you're both very photogenic. Excellent. I like that the picture you use is uh, is from Rambo the movie where he's uh, is right. He's got the uh, looks like he's holding the rudder for the riverboat. Right. That he was oh, pirate. Yeah. It does look like that. I, I have to thank Pierre for for Presbo. <laughs> yeah. Because it has stuck. It is. Uh, it is a wonderful and it, you know it, it, it started off when Pierre would joke that I. Was was his hunting buddy. Yeah. And he called me Presbo. And he and we always do it Presbo like that. I get it all, all the, the time. time. Wherever I am and people recognize, I will just hear Presbo or something. I want what you've got. Presbo. A nickname. Uh, 
The carrot cake, too. So, uh, yeah, but that was all Pierre Robert's creation, but it, it has stuck. I so. love it. There was a guy who played for the Phillies uh, in the 80s. His name was Glenn Wilson. And uh, Glenn uh, was um, a good-looking dude, a relatively good-looking, and he, he looked good with the shirt off. He was cut. And this was Steve at the, t- the height of Rambo, right? Right. So the Phillies uh, were not very good in that era. This was like <laughs> post-86. Uh, I think it was the last uh, year that they had a winning series. And they needed something to market. So they, they did this. Uh, actually, Brazier can probably talk about it when he gets here a little later this morning. They did this um, uh, photo with Glenn Wilson, mostly with his shirt off, dressed up kind of like Rambo. And then he was glistening. Here it is. Oh, and, my and God. The, the ad campaign was, come see Glenbo. So Glenn Wilson became oh, no. Rambo, but it was Glenbo. And <laughs> this looks like a flyer for a bathhouse. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It was just this awful. Looks bad. Oh, and, that poor guy. And this was the best idea they had that season. This yeah. was going to sell tickets. So, <laughs> And he's wearing like bandoliers that had yeah. baseballs on them, these cross... <laughs> Leather straps, and he's got you know baseball bat hanging off his back as if it was a samurai sword or something like that. Oh, that poor guy! Wonder what he's up to today. Yeah, Glenbo. Hey, Glenbo. Glenbo. Wow. Here we got brazier pictures all over his wall. Wow. <laughs> One day I'm gonna get him. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, listen, uh, friends. There's a lot of stuff running through my mind. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, we need to we need to open up uh, my brain and dive into the stream of consciousness, nerd. This morning and share with you whatever is coming out of my head today. Uh, we'll start with this article that concedes that your best shot, ladies, finding a a, a true man. If if you're if you're interested in a man, and I guess this could go the same way for uh, if you're looking for a same sex partner, but go for the nerd. This is according to soon-to-be-married podcaster uh, Isabel Brown. She's from Florida. Go for the nerd. Yep, and she is uh, in a trending TikTok bulletin with over 5.3 million views. She finds that nerds make the best husbands. And apparently, according to Revenge of the Nerds, nerds are really good at oral. Yes. Yeah. We do learn that in that scene. And and it's basically statutory rape. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, In that movie scene, yes. Absolutely. Uh, Brown, who's engaged to be married, began her virtual advertisement with a stitched video from a separate TikTok user asking how other women have been able to successfully score a loving man who satisfies all of their needs. And she went on to shame society for failing to celebrate nerds. I'm in love with the nerd. Uh, She said, it honestly blows my mind how we have this entire trope in American literature and movies and TV shows about the nerdy girl who gets the glow up when she grows up and then she she ends up with, you know, yeah. the hunky guy. Right. She said, but we don't see Countless that. Countless rom-coms. She said, we don't see that for nerdy men, though. No, we don't. And then she listed the top three most selling traits that make anti-jocks choice grooms. You know, the okay. only time you've seen it is Grease 2. Right? Um, He's kind of a nerdy bookish dude who gets uh, creates his faux character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you have the cool other writer. Yeah, the other side of things though, which you get the uh, uh, the chubby, yeah. not a classically good looking guy with the stunningly gorgeous wife. That right. happens pretty regular. Kevin James, uh, an example. King of Queens. Yeah. yeah. So, but this is what she says. These are the three most telling traits that make anti jocks choice groom. So she said, "Hear me loud and clear. If he owns a lightsaber." It's a green flag. Wow. Oh, green flag. Okay. If he has purchased a wand from the wizarding world of Harry Potter, greenest flag possible. Two for two. That's two for two. I've got three wands. (laughs) I've got, I have uh, have a wand as well. And a lightsaber. 
And if he has an unhealthy obsession with Ashoka Tano, you better run to the altar, she said. Bonus points to the dweeb who's also obsessed with Monopoly. All right, well, I'm out. I'm out. out. You don't have to have all of them. I'm a loose cannon. Yeah, I'm not into anime, so I wouldn't fall in that category. Anime's, uh, Ahsoka is not uh, anime. That's the Star Wars show. Oh, it is? I thought that was, uh, I thought that was anime. Yeah, you're failing here big time, Preston. Okay. I'm a nerd. All right, count me out altogether. I finished up uh, Ahsoka last night. I actually started it and finished. Well, I mean, it's not over, but... Nothing's uh, over! <laughs> nothing is over. You got caught up. I got caught up is what I meant to say. Nothing is over! Uh, she insisted by saying those little little underestimated need boys grow up to be the men who see what's inside. Mm. And apparently a lot of people online agreed. They're all pink on the inside. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess they probably agreed on that. Is nerd even an insult anymore? It used to be. No. That was like cool. Yeah. Nerd culture is huge. For me, it's a term of endearment. I, uh, uh, hey, what's up, nerds? You know, I mean that in the in the nicest possible way. Uh, a relationship a relationship guru known digitally as your divorce survival guide explained why he and other dorks uh, make top tier partners. They said nerds are the ones uh, that were always on the outside looking in, seeing all the jocks and so called hot guys get selected, and watching those beautiful girls they've always been attracted to are uh, her dogged, uh, dogged and crapped on, and thinking, "Gosh, I wouldn't do that if uh, it wouldn't do any of that stuff to women." And uh, you get to learn what not to do in relationships. So they're saying the nerd is cultivated a little bit more, sees the the, the wrong that the uh, the more uh, jockish. Yeah. Uh, the the, the louts, and they stay away from that. Uh, but not everyone is a fan of the goofy guy make good husband theory. A confessed nerd named Justin said nabbing a dorky dude could backfire. He said some uh, whole some whole have no interest in nerdy topics themselves. Some whole? That's what it says. W-H-O-L-E. Okay. Uh, they have no motivation to relate, and they have no motivation to be a part of it. No, that's true. So that loses any interest for me, he says. Sometimes it's all about the lightsaber. Uh, and it and it depends, I would imagine, on how nerdy we are talking about. Yeah. And you know what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Like you the know. nerds who aren't actually nerds will call themselves nerds. Yeah. they're. they're it's going to be easier for them to probably. I've got a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. But it's then in you, my Porsche. But then you've got the... Very socially awkward, right. uh, uber what, nerd. What used to be considered the nerd. Yeah. yeah. Who's probably... That whole thing. That yeah. won't be a good uh, husband. Well, you never know. But I mean, I, what I'm saying is the, the the more attractive gal would probably be less than... I think so. ...anxious to give somebody like that a shot. I mean, so... Unfortunately. Uh, I've been into nerd stuff all my life, but of course, you know, it wasn't... It, it, I wasn't at that level. Right. Yeah. I mean, but my wife will certainly... She certainly will joke about the stuff that I'm into. I mean, you know, when when a... Like I said, I was earlier, you, you said, what was I making a, a, a sound about? And I was like, well, this Godzilla I was planning on yeah. purchasing yeah. is clearly much smaller than yeah. they were advertising, and I don't think I'm going to go through with Steve it. Steve is sitting there and just goes, mm-hmm, like that. And I go, what do you mm-hmm? About it. So this is Godzilla statue, oh, okay. uh, and I'm not going to get it. I mean, I because I'm a discerning Godzilla purchaser. I have, and recently have been just completely looked over. Been standing next to a an attractive man, yeah, and then a woman enters the conversation, and it's like I didn't even exist. I was with my friend Bob, and we were talking to uh, this late. We we did this uh, mile swim in Avalon, right? And we're talking to this woman, and uh, and I mean, I wasn't talking to you, Steve. She almost. 
almost, it was like she stepped in front of me <laughs> and, and completely cut me out of the conversation. Did she take her hand and put it on your face? I was like, yes. Did I mean, it was, like, yeah. it was just like that. And I was like, wow, this is, this is, and then I was like, this is really, really funny to watch. And within, I would say, 30 seconds of the conversation, she let Bob know where she lives. Uh, and then, uh, you know, and then uh, she's there alone a lot. And you know, I was like, oh, wow. And then she walked away. I was like, Bob, does that happen to you a lot? And he's like, yeah, you know. It's like, it's like Dwayne Johnson in, yeah. uh, uh, in te- the, um, with the Central Intelligence, Central Intelligence yeah. in the bar. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 That must happen all the time. So we'll see, you know, but uh, be open. Open, yes. open to uh, to trying out maybe a, um, Go a, a personality you're not uh, mm. uh, naturally feeling attracted to. You may find some, uh, you know, the ladies the cruise the Dungeons and Dragons match at the comic book store. You could do that. <laughs> All right, let me. My mind yes, is a raging torrent, flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading wow. into a waterfall of creative alternatives. That's some intense thinking you got going on there. Stream of consciousness, nerd. The stream of consciousness, nerd. All right, this is interesting. There's apparently a list of secret category codes that you can use on Netflix to access some genres and subgenres that you've never been suggested before. This is pretty cool. I haven't tried it yet, but they've got some pretty cool subgenres. So Netflix always seems to recommend similar movies and TV shows, uh, even when you're in the mood to dig for something different. But simply, they their algorithm works in a very similar way to, you know, TikTok and all the other ones. It collects information about the type of content you like and don't like and then recommends you more similar options. But it might throw you a curveball here and there. For the most part, it's an attempt to promote one of their new shows. Yep. Uh, but as confirmed by Tudum, which is the official companion site oh. to Netflix. No, it's Tudum. Oh, Tudum. that's what that calls yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The mysterious list of category codes dates back to the earliest days of the company when it was still in its DVDs only phase. Mm. So rumor has it a very dedicated fan uh, scraped the genre tree for all the codes and shared the list online. From there, other individuals have helped update the list with the thousands more that have been added since. And I'm going to give you some examples, and we have the full list at PrestonAndSteve.com because there's too many to go through. Yeah. So in case you're curious, as to how some of these more recent categories are created, it appears that Netflix team draw, will draw inspiration from anything and everything. For example, when Pete Davidson rapped about wanting to watch short-ass movies on Saturday Night Live in 2022, the streaming giant uh, responded with a collection of the same name. So they created a little genre of that. Short-ass movies. Uh, before uh, you head down the rabbit hole, however, it should be noted that users wanting to explore these collections can only do so through the browser, through your web browser. So you start by typing in Netflix.com slash browse slash genre slash, and then you add the specific ID code at the end of the URL. And this automatically directs you to one of Netflix's many subfolders for every subgenre on the TV and cinema world, no matter how bizarre. So when you get the title this way, you can then port it over to your app on the TV, oh, right? Too, I'm, I'm, I don't think so. Yeah, you, 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 you literally have to watch it on your laptop? Um, I believe so. I'm not down with that. No. Um, well, 
They can only, yeah, it says to explore these collections, you can only do it uh, through your web browser. Casey, I know you uh, started watching Suits not that long ago. I am not watching anything on Netflix right now, and it's one of those ones <gasps> where, like, I've navigated away from it. I'm sure that there are plenty of good things to watch, but I'm, I'm on all the other streamers at this point, and I'm not watching a damn show on Netflix. Steve, what you can do, though, is if you go through on your browser yeah. and you, you know, highlight these movies, uh, you can start watching them there. It's going to stay in your account, and then you can go over to your TV and well, go to the continue yeah. watching. So that's what I would do. That yeah, so you yeah. can start just at the opening and then and then. Can you do it. that? Yeah, but I mean, so hard. I was wondering if you were to do it. If you, in other words, to discover the title that may not present immediately, or you're unaware that it exists. You, you can't just jump over to the app on your uh, TV and do the enter that title into the search and suddenly find it in there. You can't do that. The the genre. Probably not. Well, uh, no, no, yeah, because uh, it has to have a code. No, I know what you're saying. In okay. order to go to that, I got you. Older, I got you. Okay, the but say you, okay, say you're scrolling through, right? You don't start watching it; it doesn't go in your watch list. You, you just find it. Can't you just go to Netflix on your TV and look for that show? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, if you know it's This there. is just allowing you to browse. You can browse on your... I'll give you the example. Yeah. So let's say uh, action and adventure. So there there are uh, codes for action and adventure. Um, if you want Asian action movies, you type in the number 77232, and they're all going to come up. Asian action adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Classic action and adventure is uh, 46576. Action comedies are 43040. So if you have the number, it's going to put up everything that's in that genre for you. Everything in their in their inventory. Yes, correct. I like that. And there are codes for animated productions, codes for family entertainment, uh, codes for comedies, codes for classics. You know, there's just all these, porn. all these, I don't know if cuck porn is on there or not, uh, but you can certainly search for they don't, it. They don't, they, they, they're all, the most of Netflix goes is a hard R, right? There's no, yeah, yeah, there's, I don't even think I don't even know. If, I don't think they do like soft core. Or right. Like yeah. That. Not that I know of anyway. Uh, but so for your convenience, it sounds more involved than it is. Uh, but if you go to PrestonSteve.com, we have the full list of we all the genres. Easy. And uh, and you can just go on your web browser, pull that up and start searching around. And it'll be an easy way to maybe find uh, some titles you weren't familiar with that will no. fall under that uh, those genres. I was talking about this with a friend and I don't I don't watch. I don't watch any primetime network television. Oh, I haven't done that all. No, and haven't in a couple of years now. Yeah. I mean, I'll catch something here and there, but there's no regular series. And if it is, I will wait and watch it on its streaming counterpart. Right. And so I don't. I don't, I'm not, it's amazing because that used to dominate, you know, and I I mean, I stay up on everything, but I do not watch it that way anymore. So Yellowstone, which has been out forever and ever and ever and was a streaming show now because it's so successful, like CBS is like, watch it on CBS (laughs) and they're putting it into their their primetime schedule. I don't know if they did it at like a nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, but Kath, you watch it. A lot of that stuff is not. Okay for I mean there's like full on nudity we, and cursing you know, and you know, you know. it's funny there, there there are there are obvious commercial breaks in the bear yeah it's like how are you yeah. gonna get that yeah uh, you know the f quotient on the bear is off the charts yeah. yeah how are you gonna get that on regular TV 
Maybe they just wanted that to feel like, you know, it has a separate acts. It's possible. It. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. really sure. So. But anyway, uh, go to presidency.com if you want to see. My mind is a raging oh my God. torrent. That full list. Flooded with rivulets and stop cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. alternatives. The stream of consciousness. All right, Kathy, yeah. very interested in your reaction to this story. Okay. It's a fashion-related story. And it uh, draws on the fact that coming back into style are jorts. Jorts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. So lo- just longer denim shorts, right? Yes. Okay. No, they're, they are the longer pair of shorts that sit below the knee or just above and can also be baggy. I had a brief jorts period, I think, when they first... I had a long jorts period. Yeah, they were they were comfortable. They were easy. You didn't have to wash them that much. Yeah, and uh, and they were in style at the time. So I found them. I don't look back embarrassingly on jorts at all. Don't everybody, look back in anger. Everybody was wearing them. So I, uh, I think it's like it's like a play off of the cargo pants. So like the cargo pants are coming back in style. Now you're women. talking Matt Cord. I'm wearing for, cargo pants right now. Um, at least for for women. Um, for and us. so like the bigger baggier oh, pants. Sorry. And then the I, it's so it's a play off of that. And now it's the the shorts too. Mm. So okay. all right. So I right, but but jean shorts, the classic jean shorts, the jorts. Are, are back in style. I was never a jorts guy because I was never a jeans guy. Right. Um, you jeans. Uh, I was well, a jeans So dude. I am, Kathy, in the market for what I call fashion jeans. Uh, I need to get some um, I, because the jeans... What's the that fashion jeans? Freaking uh, right on the runway. Well, something that uh, <laughs> is acceptable in a smart casual scenario. Yeah, but I don't want like... Uh, I don't and want, in a right said Fred video. I don't want a Levi's. So I was thinking about going to like an American Eagle or an Abercrombie or but something you don't like, like that. Jeans. Why are you buying jeans? Well, because I think the material's gotten a little, like, they're a little it's bit stretchier. more uh, stretchier these days. So mm-hmm. I need something that uh, that kind of tapers at the cuff a little bit more. Because the, the jeans Please. that I have now are, like, uh, like they're almost, like, they're boot cut. So they're, like, bell-bottomy. There's a company called, I think it's, somebody turned me on to it, it's called the, the Most Comfortable Jeans in the World Company or whatever. Yes. They really are. They're awesome. I mean, I, I thought they. I didn't want like like um, you know uh, yoga pants. I wanted something that was actually jeans, but they were comfortable. Yes, and I think that's the name of them. But they're really good. I feel like uh, the podcasters are all uh, advertising those. Oh ones. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. If you you haven't bought jeans in a while, case the they do now have uh, the waistband that kind of stretches a little bit. Yeah, that's and what I need. Yeah, they, they they've made that for a while now, and their jeans are much more comfortable. Good for the first trimester. Yeah, but I'm I with feel you. Like you're, you're going to be in a constant search for jeans that work for you and it's not going to happen. Like you're just not, they're not comfortable to you. I understand what you guys are saying. Like with, you know, there's stretch. They've always been there. You just have to find them. All right. But you're not, I think that there's, you could you could still get that look, not jeans, but like a little more um, put together casual look in other yeah. pants. You don't want something that's going to crush your huge hog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. No, but I but but I need jeans specifically, and uh, oh. so I wear like Adidas pants all the time. We're almost getting to pants season, and I was just told by somebody down the hall that I'm not allowed to wear Adidas pants and Nike sneakers. So I'm like, oh, come on. What do you I care? Know. Somebody down the hall thinks. 
Wow. Because they're at the sports station. <laughs> yeah, there's a sports station. And, and I, but I have these I have these new like fashion sneakers. I got some uh, Nike Dunks. I got some Air Jordans. Can I tell you and something? I can't wear those with, with Adidas pants. You're beautiful, no matter what You're, they say. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful just the way you are. Well, what do um, you think, Kath, if, well, I, if well, I showed up with Adidas pants? Well, here, and, this is what's funny is um, Jace had picture day the other day. And so I picked out his outfit just to make sure he looked a little bit, you know, nice for the for his picture. And I laid out uh, Under Armour shirt and pants and then I just pulled uh, socks out of his drawer and they were Nike and then he had on and then I pulled out his his Jordans that he wears and I was like I looked at it I was like I don't know if I can do this I was like I don't know if this like for, for me I would you be, had second thoughts well I would be okay with it but I didn't know if like that's a no-no for the right. kids in school and they would have looked at him and been like oh, nice Nike socks with your Under Armour shirt I, I wasn't <laughs> sure so I changed the socks to so <laughs> I wear, but I left the Jordans. I wear basketball shorts a lot. Yeah. Like, like I like that cut, you know? And I now that I become winter shorts guy, those are my... I think they're they're kind of on the way to pants without being so presumptuous as to say they are pants. But yet, they're playful enough to be considered shorts. Uh, are they still legit basketball shorts? You're, you're just wearing, like, workout shorts, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go to the gym, right. you're good. All right. And what if I'm going to work or a business? <laughs> well, no, but you go to the gym after work, right? I do, yeah. 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 All right. So I, I, I work out of uh, All right. So Joe Holden from CBS says, uh, waste no time. Express jeans. Express what that, jeans. What does that mean? Expre- the store Express. Isn't that for girls? No, no. They have a whole men's section. Oh, I uh, see. I thought Express was a woman's yeah. store. No. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to Express now. Okay. Hmm. I think I think Joe probably knows his jeans, dude. He's, he's known yeah. as the jeans he's reporter. He's known as the jeans reporter. He's a Delco guy, so yeah. you know. I think that's a slogan. Yeah, the jeans guy. No, no, Joe knows jeans. <laughs> Joe, yeah, yeah. Well, so um, Pierre is a big Lee jeans guy. Or Lee no, Levi. 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 Pierre okay. is religious about it so much so that it's obnoxious. All right, so <laughs> Nick's actually punched him over. You have? Yeah. That's not no. cool. Shut up about the Levi's. No, he, Pierre is very, um, there are, there's one pair of jeans that every person should have and they should never have any other type of But jeans. I feel like Levi's are too rugged. I need them to feel a little they bit have no, thinner. Some, they have no stretch. I will right. tell you this. Right. Sometimes, you, that's what you want. Sometimes yeah. you want some, yeah, I'm going to go out and plow the lower 40 in my jeans. All right. Casey, yeah. my friend Matt says that oh you gosh. should get extreme motion jeans and they are, that's Lee, a Lee brand, and they would be very comfortable for you. All right, my wife says uh, American Eagle Fit Flex jeans. Those are the khaki. How about Ruben Studdard brand? Okay. So American Eagle, for like a long time, at least in women's denim, was known for the stretch in their jeans. Like everyone was going there to get it. So, well, I worked in American Eagle and I. Right now? Well, when I was in college, oh. I worked at American Eagle, and I got jeans from American Eagle. Those were the ones that I, I felt most comfortable in, but the durability sucked on those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Like the the crotch would like walk. Uh, uh, what's the what's the Hill. word? Um, Fray. Fray. No, yeah, uh, but like uh, you know, just I guess the friction. Agitate your huge and the the crotch would get holes in it, and my huge dong would just fall out. You can't have you that. Can't, no, it's you can't. No, it's inappropriate. Yeah. You and Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> You should. Oh, you should have Jackie take you pants. Yeah, we'll go to Deb. Yeah, I need some jeans where his dong can fall. We'll go to Forever Twenty One and Deb. Yeah, I want to go to Sam on the phones here. Hi, Sam. You're on the air. Good morning. Yeah. So, um, the other day, uh, my wife asked me, "Do I look fat in these jeans?" Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, "Promise not to be mad. Whatever I say." She said, "Okay." So I said, "I banged your sister." <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Thank you, Sam. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Hang on. 
Can we give him something? Yeah, give him oh something. What do we give him? A case of beer or something? I got, you know what? No, just for that one, I'm going to give him uh, Barbie on digital. All right. All How right. That, Sam. Ooh. Ooh. Margot Robbie brings Barbie to life with Ryan Gosling and an all star cast. You can own it on digital now. Right, you can watch one. it with yeah. your wife's sister. If you're just tuning in, we found out that uh, jorts are coming back into fashion and uh, got us on uh, on the subject of uh, buying Casey some jeans. So we have Steve on the phone now. Hi, Steve. Good morning. It's Steve. Uh, yeah, oh, hey, Steve. Hey, Where's hey, Steve at? Hey, Dave. What's going on? Oh, how's it going? Listen, Casey, uh, you got to try something. I found him a couple years ago. Levi's signature brand, Flex Fit. Yeah, Flex Fit. Best freaking jeans you'll ever wear. Levi's signature Flex Fit. Yeah, you can find them online on Amazon. You can, they're, they're usually in Walmart. Uh, yeah, they're not very expensive, but let me tell you something. You know, they got the boot cut. They got the regular cut. You know, they're the best jeans I've ever worn. They're the most comfortable jeans because I'm a pretty plump guy like you. No. He's, not fun, I'm got an effed up body like you. Yeah, don't go forever. Yeah, man. thank you, Steve. I'm just very, yeah. very top heavy. No, Casey's yeah. lost a lot of weight. <laughs> like you have, so you. I mean, you're looking. You're looking. Would, would you? Uh, you would never. I remember you had a brief uh, skinny jeans period, Preston. I was wearing jeans that were tighter. Yeah, right. I didn't do the full on full on. Did you jeans, like them? But absolutely, uh, they're a little too form fitting. Yeah. Uh, I still have a pair that's pretty um, that's pretty tight, but um, they look nice. I yeah, mean, they, you know, I mean, they fit really well. I uh, but but Casey, it's been a long, long time since you've bought jeans, yeah. I think you're going to find it easier now to, to get what you're looking for. Yeah, and I can't do the skinny stuff because my uh, my thighs are too and, plump. And? And, uh, and my... <laughs> I almost said C. Yeah, my dong is just gigantic. <laughs> I would, uh, What's a funnier word? Can we dong? call it a hog? Yeah. Dong or hog? Yeah, uh, like hog, hog, hog is better? Yeah, yeah my hog is just gigantic. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I got uh, I got like really like big thighs, so I yeah. can't I can't go too skinny. Yeah, okay. and right. the thighs help protect your huge hog. Yeah. By the way, reading this article yeah. about jorts, what I didn't know about this uh, this uh, author said uh, jorts were a middle finger to the miniskirt trend that was around at that time. So if you wanted to look for an alternative, you covered your stems instead. Who wants to give a middle finger to the miniskirt? Uh, she said though that they really are just so ugly, and they are up. Setting everyone. A friend recently revealed to me <laughs> that she'd found her teenage daughter had turned to the unthinkable. No, not drugs or tacky lower back tattoo. Much worse, she had started wearing jorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the celebrities that are wearing them now are like models Gigi Hadid and Emrata. Hmm. Emrata. Emrata. Yes. So, Did you like your jean shorts? Actually, I have a Gigi Hadid, Hadid story to follow that up with here in a second. <laughs> Do like two jean shorts? <laughs> Emrata is that uh, Ratajkowski lady? I'm sorry. Oh, Emily? Emrata is that uh, Emily Ratajkowski lady? Is that her brand? Oh, that's what they call her. Yeah, Emrata. Knock it off. That's okay. her uh, Instagram handle. Is Emrata? Emrata. All right. And I'm I, not a fan of hers. So she is. Uh, she's wearing jorts from time to time. So yeah. um, well, I guess so that's do, part of them. Do um, that, which you will. Wow. 
Are, are the uh, overly ripped up jeans still a thing these days? Mm, I think that uh, they are headed out. I think like the more traditional okay. denim is coming back. There was always a big controversy over the actual jeans that were worn by sheer time and wear and tear, and then yes. the prefab, which were considered sort of a no-no. Yep. There were two camps. It was like the judge and the shark. Yeah, no, I was. Uh, that was back in the uh, the late eighties because uh, we were uh, in in my band. That was a big thing. Where, where how your your jeans could you. You, you, you had to let them naturally yeah. fray like that. But however, if you mm. took a razor blade and cut it in some spots, it would slowly start to fray on its own. So you could kind of kickstart it a little bit. Well, I don't think that's bad. To, yeah. but, if you wanted you know. to help massage it along, but you couldn't get a pre... It's like, a you know, mm. a, a concert shirt from a concert event that's brand new and you weren't at the concert event and you yeah. wear it as if you were. Mm-hmm. You're a piece of crap. Um, Kathy, what color do I go for? Like a darker? No. Okay. You, you're gonna. You need to go for a traditional denim color because you're not a jeans person. So you're not buying lighter. You're not buying darker. You're not buying several pairs for each situation. So just buy all purpose. The the yes the regular that standard kind of light blue. Uh, the standard blue denim. Yes. Okay. So okay. when I go and be forever in them. When I when I go, Kath, I will let you know that I'm going. So you need to be on your phone. So when so I you send you pictures, you. okay, is this good? Because I, I, I can't be waiting. You should just send them to Dressing Jane. This is what she does. Yeah, this, is, this is a Queen Bee does I know, this. Yes. I know. I didn't Queen like... Queen Bee is a, is a, she's a, a top-level fashion consultant. The other she thing She dresses is, Alex Holly. I don't like other people's styles for me. You wouldn't... You don't think you look that, good in Alex Holly stuff? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you put it on yeah. and you send her a picture, okay. she will say, you know, yes, no, look for this, look for that. If that's not comfortable <laughs> for you. Yeah, why are you not wearing pants? <laughs> put underwear on. Yeah. By the way, speaking of uh, speaking of sharing fashion tips and, and people being consultants and so on, at the MM barbecue, and it had been a while since I really even realized this because Jackie Bam Bam was there in his Jackie, Jam, Jackie Bam Bam garb. Um, it, but all the other stars... That's the fashion is important to them. Very much so. Those things like, you know, bracelets and rings and necklaces and scarves. all the tchotchke yeah. scarves, Everything. all that stuff. They're talking to each other about them. They're commenting to each oh, other. There really? was a guy in the hallway who is Billy Idol's guitarist, not Steve Stevens, but the rhythm guitarist, the drummer from uh, Aaron Jones was like, man, look at you. You're all iced up. You know, and he was, they were talking about, yeah, both sides, man. He starts flipping over all his bracelets and necklaces. And oh so, my gosh. this is, they, they talk it's about, the they, they yeah. share that stuff. And like, you know, uh, Rebecca it's, from uh, Larkin Poe had this like gigantic shark tooth hanging around her neck and stuff. And I'm like, okay. And, and they were sparse a, compared, they were less done oh, yeah. up than the dudes. It's yeah. a big part yeah. of, uh, but the one thing I, I don't look, get, and I saw the picture of, of Bam with Billy Idol. Are the gigantic rings on every finger? You can't uh, use your I hands. I was, there was a guy we hadn't seen in ages that was there yeah. at the, on the side stage, and I went over to shake his hand. And he had those giant rings on his hand, and it like it almost it cut me, yeah, you know, with the damn things. I'm like, I don't get it. It's well, like walking he, around with Hulk hands all day. Yeah. Wait, did that picture of Bam and Billy Idol take place at the barbecue? No, it was earlier in the day. We think it might have been at a hotel or something Got like it. that. So, okay. but it wasn't. It wasn't at the. Let me ask you: in the, in the height of your rockdom, was it? Sad? kind of daunting to have to do yourself up with all that crap? Yeah, yeah. It, it took time, for sure. Yeah. You only did that on stage, though. That's not how you... Uh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't walk around all day with stuff like that. You but just wore your then, underwear to your mother's uh, events. <laughs> every now and then, like, I, I was at the airport last time I flew, and there was some dude all done up like Jackie Bam Bam, and I'm uh, like... And I'm looking, I'm like, you're not a rock star that I know. I just think that's... You just... 
That's, that's your, your thing. That's, your thing. that's well, the way you are. Johnny Depp is that way. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. But driving across the country with Jackie Bam Bam, the amount of people that had to do double, triple, quadruple takes <laughs> thinking He's that he was a rock star. And when we had dinner in Palm Springs, the one guy, I think he thought he was a rock star. He would not leave. He was a waiter. He, yeah. And he wasn't even our waiter. He would not leave us alone. And Jackie's looking at it. He's like... And Jackie is going, what the hell is this guy's problem? Well, like, Jackie has to understand <laughs> he stands out when yeah. he walks yeah. into a room. But when we went to the Rainbow Room, that's where he was in his element. Yes. Like every single person in that they establishment. They thought he was the ballet. Yeah, everybody in that establishment <laughs> looked like Jackie. Yeah. And I was the one out of place. Uh, um, love it. Sorry, I, there's, a call, what do you say? there's a call on line two that I have never heard of. And I looked it up and... It's amazing and hilarious. Okay. And- All right. Let me go to uh, Nazi. Nazi, you're on the line. Good morning. <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry you're bothering me at work. Oh, yeah. sorry. All right. Did I get your name right? Is it Nazi or Nazi? Nazi. Nazi. What's up? I was just calling, Casey, because I have a friend who's a, a hockey player, and he's got real thick thighs, and he's round in the back just like you, and he <laughs> has this pair of jeans that he loves from a company called Gong Show. And there's another company called Muggsy. And he- oh, Muggsy, that was the one. And that one, I'm, I'm uh, and fat ass jeans. I think somebody recommended that I go well, to. I'm looking you at don't it have now. fat ass. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. And the Casey, the Gong Show gear. You know the Porco yeah. line. Yeah. yeah. The Gong Show gear says men's stretch hockey jeans for the larger hockey ass. Okay. Like, yeah, this is amazing. It's not. It's not for for larger people. It's go just dumpyassjeans.com. Yeah, in case I'm on fatturd.com. Big yeah. thighs and a bubble butt. It's funny. I went to like Google the name of the company because I was. I'm pretty sure it's Gong Show, but I don't want to say it wrong. No, it but is. You're to- right. Yeah, I went to go Google it, and there was this whole article that was like, ESPN, hockey jeans, hockey butts and jeans just don't mix. We have the fix for you. And there was all this stuff about it, so you're not alone, my friend. All right, so hockey gong, butt. Gong Casey, show. I think you need to get these. I'm looking at them. I, I think you need to try Ooh. these. Okay, all right. So we're looking at a picture in the studio, Kathy. I would probably go for the jeans in the middle. Is that the wrong color? No, that's what she's referring to. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's yeah. a classic jean. Thanks, okay. Nazi. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, we'll see you. Yeah, it's a little on like the yellowy side. It's not exactly classic, but if you if you're only getting one pair, yeah. I like the dark blue. Yeah, I, 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 dark, I like the dark. I kind of do blue. too. I think dark, the color you're looking little... for is on disgustingfatprick.com. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I go there all the time. Case the darker <laughs> would be a little dressier. So if if that's what you're trying to wear them to. So, then, yeah, this is my fancy jeans. Then maybe you get the dark. Yeah. Okay. Dark jeans are technically, yeah, you will wear for a more formal looking right, jeans. You know what? I got a job. I'll buy two pairs of jeans. <laughs> Here's what you do. You yeah. buy them, you bring them in, I'll take them in for you. I got some chalk on my desk. Well, that's the other thing is I'm, my height is not like, uh, I'm kind of like in between. Take them to a, a dry cleaner. Who and does that? What do you, I do it all the time. Have you seen my ass and how tall I am? <laughs> I have to. Every pair of jeans. Every pair of pants. To get what done? To have them tailored. I can't, like, any, the 99.9% of pants that I buy, I have to have them taken up. Wow. Hmm. Okay. You totally just look at her ass. Just to make it fit? <laughs> no, I, it I also am not really a denim person. I don't own a ton. Yeah. I'd much rather wear something more comfortable. Okay. Hmm. I'm a jeans guy. I, I know you are. Day, so. I, I'm jealous of jeans people. Uh, you know, they, they look cool. I just don't like the way they feel. All right. Uh, real quick here. Uh, let me go to this call. I, I got a couple more things to mention, but uh, Candace has been on hold for like 15 minutes. Candace. So I want to go to her. Candace, good morning. Good morning. How's hey, it going? Good. What's up, Candace? 
Well, well, first of all, listen, I cannot compete with this these hockey butt jeans. <laughs> my recommendation. All right. But I would recommend my husband wears sweatpants. That's he hates jeans. I would recommend it's called IZOD. I Z O D. I've heard of IZOD. Yeah. Yes. So we get them at Kohl's. I mean, I can't speak to Levi's. They just make when, the sound of them just makes me feel itchy. Uh, but IZOD, uh, very. Stretchy. They're like Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> They come in all kinds of different sizes. And like Kathy said, if you find a nice pair around the waist, I mean, just go and get them hems at a dry cleaner. But so I, uh, so you agree with that? Just go to the dry cleaner and have them alter the, the pants? A, when you put a good pair, in, pair of jeans on and they fit good, you're going to want to fix the, the hems. Yeah, Izod's a pretty universal brand. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's been around forever. All right, thank you, Candace. Appreciate okay. it. And then Ashley's been on hold for the same amount of time. So let me go to Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Ash? Um, I feel like this is a fever dream, but I just busted out. Um, I don't know if you guys remember about like 2008, probably like 2012 pajama jeans. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You can sleep in and mm-hmm. then wake up and just go out. <laughs> they they kind so of, they, they look like jeans, jeans. but they're yeah. the material and that. You know what's crazy? I like for me still having wearing them sometimes, which is a guilty pleasure. Um, they really do feel like some weird ass pajamas. You know what though? They they really good. I mean, they do look like real jeans. They look like regular jeans. And they have pockets. Yeah, and they have pockets. pockets aren't very good, though. I will have to say that, though. Yeah. They're they're. Uh, I, I need sturdier pockets. I carry a lot of stuff in my pockets. Oh, do you? So, yeah. yeah. But but for those who don't, that might be perfect. Thank you, Ashley. Appreciate that. And Casey, when you get your jeans uh, hemmed, make sure you get the original hem or French hem on it. You want it to look like, you don't want it to look like they've been Wait, hemmed. what's a French hem? That's the original hem. Oh. <laughs> It's the original hem? Yeah. Okay. I think we can help you answer. Do you have an extraordinarily large hog? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do have a dumpy fat ass. Mm, we can handle that. By the way, Casey's lost a lot of weight and he's in great shape. And Case, don't worry about it because... Oh, I'm good. I lost weight 15 years ago uh-huh. and I still get people all the time going, Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at you! 15 years ago. I'm like, thank you. I appreciate it, but I lost all that 15 years ago. <laughs> all right, one more story from Stream of Consciousness, sir, if that's okay. Yes. Is it okay? Uh, because it tied in, I'd mentioned Gigi Hadid is wearing uh, George's. Well, experts agree that Gigi Hadid has the ideal jawline. Gigi Hadid has the ideal jawline. Yes, Hadid's jaw angle, when viewed from the front, her jangle, has an angle of 141.9 degrees. All right. Close to the perfect angle of 142 degrees. Oh. It's Gigi Hadid. Yes. Okay, yeah, all right. 76% of experts in ordinary people... <laughs> Agree that Kate Moss also has a beautiful jawline. Kate. What about Elizabeth Hurler? Oh, didn't mention her here. She's got a profound jaw. Uh, Kate Moss jawline yeah. or just out? Just out. Yeah. No, Got this is out. this is the angle this way. The speaking. angle on the sides got you. Yeah. Kate Moss didn't do much for me in her uh, heyday back in you know the when she was more emaciated. Yeah. But uh, I just saw, you know, if you watch that Herd uh, Depp documentary, uh, she's featured in that for a little bit. I was like, damn. Well, she, when she, she puts some meat great. on her bones, yeah. she looks good. Okay. She, she was one of the, 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 the first heroin chic models. Uh, in women, a larger angle is seen as more feminine hmm. uh, compared to the flatter, more square look idealized in men. How do you, I'm sorry, how do you figure out the angle? I assume the, the heat of the meat plus the angle right. of the angle. I'm under the assumption that it's uh, 
angled, like like the 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 angle, the the whatever you call this thingy. What, what are you doing? Your chin? The chin? No, 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 no. Let's say that this is the these are two lines coming to a point here, and you would measure this angle around the cir- the, uh, the circumference of your chin. Yeah, whatever. Really? I'm guessing. I don't know. Do you know, I think the perfect jawline is that guy in Tango and Cash in prison. <laughs> oh, no, it's the angle going this way. Or no. It said viewed from the front. All right, so, yeah, it's this. It's this from is, your ear down. Right. That's the jawline. Ears line. down. Yes, that angle down is yeah. what they're talking about. So let's say this is a... I'm going to have to draw this. Okay. All let's right. Say this is, a, on this face. is a triangular chin right here, okay? Yeah. Right. Okay, and you know how you measure degrees, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So rather than measuring this angle here, uh-huh. you're measuring this angle around here. Because this would be less than 45 degrees right, right there. But this would be clearly more than 100 degrees. So more than 90 degrees. The angle sure. within the jaw, it says here. So, yeah. yeah, so that would be right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I was right. going like this. Yeah, that's sort of what they, this looks like. It's just across, though. From, I thought you were signing you love us. <laughs> from the largest part of the face to the next. Yeah, jawlines are actually uh, virtually always one of the main contributors to the perception of attractiveness. Yeah. Same thing holds with men. Obviously, a square jaw. You know, it. it I try to I, I try to analyze beauty from time to time because we're we're we are bombarded by beautiful people on social media and so on and uh, you'll look at somebody right in the studio well you'll look at you'll look at, at the pictures and go uh, all of a sudden one pops out and you're like wow yeah wow she's stunning mm-hmm. why though what is it and then try to take a look at is it there the, is a mathematic eyes the nose yeah the, the, but why more attractive than this other person over here i i you know and i have I, I saw an entire, you know, short documentary. It was like an hour long on beauty and what yeah. does it mean? And they, and in fact, they used Elizabeth Hurley in it. Yes, yeah. Where they broke down and they showed just pieces of her face and they didn't say who she was. And they were pointing out the imperfections. And then they put her whole face together. Right. Look, she's a goddess. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, but I still don't get it. I don't know why it, it, we're drawn to certain features. Is there an evolutionary aspect to it that makes that, that is what, because again, you know, some cultures would perceive. Yeah. Um, things differently, absolutely or different level standards like of large, beauty. A large yeah. nose might be a more standard, you know, beauty feature in a different uh, uh, culture than than in America. Or same thing with the, chin, or who knows. You had reported like, uh, um, uh, and it was years ago. We talk about um, the the David, the statue, yeah, has yeah. smaller junk. Yeah, that was th- that. You they know, used to make fun of people with bigger. Yeah, bigger, bigger pieces. And they, mm-hmm. they stay, now they used to relish a smaller hog. Yeah. And now they love <laughs> back in a Roman huge times. Hog and hog. Yeah. <laughs> relish hog. <laughs> also, they're just. Can gen- I get some relish on that hog? <laughs> they're gene- genetic freaks in the right direction, right? I mean, they are like the 1% or 2% um, in the quote unquote beautiful section of the genetic freak um, code. Right. Yeah. But uh, you go in the opposite direction, and all of a sudden this person's ugly or whatever. You know. Would it be like that Twilight Zone episode where yeah. if everybody was stunningly gorgeous and. I the beholder. And, and the, yeah, and the minority Absolutely. were the beastly looking people, and they were considered the attractive ones. Yeah. Remember, it was uh, Ellie Mae, Donna Douglas, with her voice dubbed. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and, and people that we would consider beautiful, and she wakes up out of them. She's terrified to learn that she looks that way. Right. Because she doesn't look like the big lipped goons that were the doctors. But That's it's pretty right. wild that, like, the people 
people, you know, even like a, somebody that we would consider really attractive is not universally attractive. Like somebody will look at somebody that you think is perfect. And you go, nah, that, yeah. Well, I, I like, I like, uh, I like imperfection. I like something that's slightly, I, I don't like the classic overly modely looking uh, type. I don't like that. I like something that's slightly askew. It makes it more interesting. I just mentioned me. uh, Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah. People love her and, and she's a, a fashion icon and a model and she's got 70 bajillion followers on Instagram and whatever. And yes, I can see that like she is a knockout uh, and somebody texted in, but Nick, she has great cans. Yes. She sure does. Uh, but she does nothing for me. I am not attracted to her. I don't find her sexy. I can understand why people do, she, but for whatever reason, uh, she's not at all sexy to me. She also has massive resting bitch face. That, yeah, she's been called on that. Maybe yeah. that has something to do with it, but yeah. uh, you know, whatever combination of all of it uh, added up, it, it doesn't do it for Nick McElwain. That's right. Not Nick approved. Uh, Press, we got Emily Ratajkowski on line four if you want to get her <laughs> real quick. Nick? <laughs> yeah. What's up, man? Emrata? You yeah, I mean, suck at huge skull. <laughs> but, but would that be true, Nick, if she were next to an incredibly average person like and, me? and they were both interested in you and you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I, I'm, I'm just playing. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. I, I, advocate. I don't find her attractive. Okay. I understand why other people do, but like um, you put, uh, listen, I'm not blowing smoke. You put Emily Ratajkowski next to Ratajkowski, whatever her name is, just uh, Emrata, Emrata yeah. next to Kathy Romano. I think Kathy is prettier. Oh my god, Aww. thank you. It's just my personal taste. I think also you carry into it, and I think a lot of I think there's also you know Kathy, you know the personality. You, you, you well, know that's the, that's a negative. Yeah, that's the detraction. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I'm glad you're able to yeah. look past that, man. Yeah. Yeah. She's always at the dry cleaner yeah. getting her pants taken. With yeah. Kathy, it's 100% superficial. That's right. All right. Well, <laughs> just want to ride that. I just thought it was kind of interesting. So Gigi Hadid uh, has the ideal jawline, according to experts. And she spends time in Bucks County. That's true. She's actually in my friend's uh, playgroup, the like play date group. Really? really? Oh, we should have... She should come here. Well, who else do we have? Who else? Wanda Sykes... Harry Styles comes here. Uh, some, yeah, all he, these he's people with somebody yeah, they like come to the area, Delaware but not everybody's in Kathy's friend's playgroup. I mean, that's that's one yeah. step Virtually away. Your sister. Yeah. Didn't we know somebody that knows Ryan Philippi? Because he's a Delaware guy, right? You Wasn't know. he connected to someone in, within our camp somewhere? I don't know. We have connections upon connections, but yeah. some people are just, uh, just never get them. Yep. All right, well, anyhow, I uh, thought that was worth passing along. After all, it's just running through my mind. This is interesting. Stream of consciousness this morning. And hopefully you got something from that. And we hopefully did. Casey gets some new jeans that he likes gonna out happen. of this segment. If, it, if that's all that happens, then it was worth yes. it. Without question. We've done good here. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment or two. Don't forget we have Chrome Bum Cash next chance coming up at 10 a.m. Our good friend John Brazier is going to be here. He's got Bill's tickets to give away. We also have tickets to Red Hot Chili Peppers next Wednesday at Hershey. Uh, text word secret to 39333. So you see there's a lot left to uh, hang out for and to win on yes. the show. We'll be back in a moment. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. 
Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Phils are looking to try to take the series against Braves uh, today. They play. It's 1-1. They lost last night 9-3. Uh, but uh, we're hoping for the best. Yeah. We'll see what can happen. Oh, yeah. Very and exciting. To talk Phils, we have our good friend who is here with us. He is the director of Fun and Games. That he is. Which we all long to have a title like that from your Philadelphia he's, Phillies. He's the jelly to our jam. Yeah. That he is. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome John Brage. Yeah. Brage. I, I have a letter from Jack White in my office. Uh, really? Yes. He, he he's wanted, a big baseball fan. He wanted to have one of his songs uh, played in the stadium. So I guess he sent this to everybody, every team. And I guess he found out that I was somewhat, I think he probably thought I did the music. Um, and he, I've got a letter in my office that says, hey, hey, Brazier, uh, I know that you're brazen, so you should be. <laughs> Playing my song and it had autographed Jack White. I somebody guess. wrote that for him. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I put it in a little cheap frame to my office. So. You know, it's funny as always that, that he won't come play here. You know, he doesn't play Philadelphia. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. He had a he had a, something happen at a show several years ago, and he said, "I'm not coming back to that town anymore." I think he eventually will. We spoke to him a year or two ago, and he was really mm. nice. It was we great. Didn't really yeah. touch on it much, but uh, yeah, something occurred. John, I have two music questions related to the Phillies. Um, a, how often does the organist still play? Uh, and B, um, how and when do the players get to select uh, their play their, their walk up songs? Okay, the first one is, uh, I guess, uh, <laughs> someone asked me this the other day, and I had to tell him, we don't have an organist. I was that, that's all. That's all recorded. Okay. Because oh, I was right. watching so the Braves they, game last night, and it seemed like they do, and the guy just kind of was noodling yes, in the background for that some is, time. That is a real organist we have recorded. Okay. Uh, your second one is, I think, you know, obviously some guys just keep the same song the whole time. Some guys are a little more superstitious, and they'll change it up, I guess, based on how they're doing. For the most part, they keep it, I mean, and I kind of like it in the sense that, you know when Bryce Harper is coming up, or when, or Bryce is the one who so much Bryce changes is it up. Stott is yeah. the one that keeps it. Yes. That, it keeps it the same. So you know exactly wherever you are in the stadium because I'm running all over the place. When I hear that song, oh, Bryce Stott's up. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it, but I will tell a funny story. Is I did the music way back when, uh, and one of the first walk-ups was Wayne Gomes. This is this is how long ago it was. He said before the game, he gave me a cassette tape, and he said, "Hey, if I come in closing today, I want you to play this song." So I said, "All right." So uh, and back then, and you guys know this better than anybody. It was eight-track tapes at a base of carts. Yeah, right. and I would carts. put in carts yeah. like for yeah. sound effects and everything. And so I said, "You know what?" In the middle of the game, I said, "I better listen to this song, see where it's going to get queued up." For 
when he comes out. So I listen to the song, put on my head from the middle of the game, and all of a sudden, it's like the blank, uh, I can't even say the word. <laughs> there was like every word in there about, <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah, like every curse word in there, and I, I, I didn't play the song, obviously. So after the game, Wayne said, you know, dude, you didn't play my song. I go, Wayne, you want to, do you want to get me fired? Like, like there's like, Teddy <laughs> made a mistake? Or was he no, serious? No, he's like, what? You can't, why can't you play it? I said, well, it's, we have like families out there. It's like kids. Can't, can't play, what, the, can't play what, those words. What song it was? I don't know. Okay. I, I, but and then the other one is T- Tug McGraw. I might have told this story before, but Tug McGraw, Tom Burgoyne, who's now the best right. friend of the Fanatic, was doing the music before me. Tug McGraw went into his into the booth, said, hey, uh, Tom, my son is a budding country star. Can you play his song? Here it is right here. He said, no problem, Tug. Tug leaves the room. He's like, yeah, right, budding country star. And he throws the tape into the trash can. Next oh thing you know, God. Tim McGraw, yeah, yeah. boom, explodes. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Yeah, I guess you got you to slalom all that stuff because you're, you know. That's but I, funny. Yeah, so he... He had no clue that it was it was like an aggressive rap song or what was it? Yes, yeah. it was a very aggressive rap song. And then for me, in sync, you mentioned Jack White won't play anymore. Well, in sync, we'll never sing national anthem at the ballpark, and we've tried because John Timberlake, Justin Timberlake's uncle, is runs our Florida operations. Great guy. And so way back when he said, "Hey, John, my nephew is a budding st- star, <laughs> oh and they're big over in Europe, and can they sing the national anthem?" So I go back and I I, I met with oh a bunch God. of people. I said, well, let's get them. Let's start it slowly. We don't know who these people are. Let's get them to do Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And then if they do well there, then we can move them to, well, we made them do Take Me Out to the Ball Game. We told them they can't do the National Anthem. They were not happy. And then they explode. And then now we, we lost our chance because I blew it. So, yes, Bill Weston has no competition when it comes to me or Tom Burgoyne. Because wow. we don't know jack about music. Tim McGraw and NSYNC. You, two big swings right. and misses, man. Huge. Oh, we've had our share on the yeah. show too where you just don't know or somebody yeah. breaks big we rob pattinson or you know so, uh, all these things pass on interviews yeah. yeah oh we don't know yeah yeah it's it's it, you can't call them all right you yeah. know yeah wow. who's the, the guy you were mentioning earlier nick about the oh, uh, uh, the, glenn the, wilson the yeah. rambo uh promotion glenn wilson, they did this poster and uh, john i think it was before your time with the phils but um glenn uh, he did he had a cannon for an arm he steve he played right field and occasionally if a player would hit the ball to right field and would sort of lollygag in between home and first, yeah. Glenn's arm was uh, so strong that he could throw the guy out from right field That's awesome. at first, right? So this was a Phillies team that didn't have a, a ton going for them and <laughs> did, not a lot of wins to sell. So they sold Glenbo as this Rambo <laughs> knockoff kind of thing, and they, they made posters. And my dad was a season ticket holder, and we had the Glenbo poster. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. picture up there. I do, yes. Glenbo. I do remember that. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Uh, going back to the music thing, have you guys had any uh, music-based stuff going on at the at the ballpark this year? Any live bands? You've done it in the past. I remember, like, you had the nineties. Yes, we've already we've already done off. concerts after after the game, so we have no more. Obviously, we have only okay. yeah. seven more home games. But we had uh, Diesel Shaq did a post game yeah. concert. That's right. Yeah, yeah that was great. Uh, we had AJR. Yeah, uh, this summer, right? This summer, yep. Um, and then uh, in the past, we've had the Avid Brothers. We've had a bunch of different bands. So, cool. Yep, that's, that's always fun. And then that's obviously we have state. We have concerts in the ballpark. And right. Pink was there yeah. uh, last two last nights. Night. Did and you go, Kathy? I did go. Yeah, uh, and it was <laughs> it was very good. It was a really good show. I was expecting. 
a little more, but uh, it's still a huge production. There's so much going on. I like I my love for her now, like from going from not liking her to loving her now. She just on stage, her on stage presence, her interaction with the crowd. She seems great. Okay. Well, yeah, you, you, you weren't there, were you? I, I was there pregame. It was the biggest uh, crowd we've ever had for a concert the night before. Now, I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen the numbers yet for last it night. It looked like But it. the night before was the biggest crowd we've ever had for and a concert. I couldn't and we've be- had Bruce there. We've had yeah, a lot yeah. of big names. I couldn't believe every single person like in their seat jam-packed in before she even took stage. Do you have any idea what the number was on uh, people? I don't, but I'm going to guess like 48,000, something like that. So, Damn. We yeah. talked about um, you know the Bruce cancellation back in August, and uh, you know the, it was six or seven hours before showtime, but the stage was obviously set up. Yep. Um, uh, how uh, early on, you know, obviously the team has to be on the road for there to be a concert at the ballpark. Uh, uh, when does that stage set up again, and how? And then how long afterwards uh, can, yeah. is, this, is the field it ready again? It goes up pretty quickly, but but it, you know, if if they have obviously they know when the last game. I think they, they start really working on it, kind of knowing that they have seven days while the team's away. Yeah, uh, but they start right away, and they already planned uh, Bruce for next year based on the Philly schedule. Yep. So it's uh, yeah, I almost escorted Bruce out of the ballpark for the World Series. He came to a World Series game. Get out of here! <laughs> and well, the funny thing is, he he showed up a little late, and Miles Teller's dad was close to where Bruce was uh, supposed to be sitting, and the fan division knew that uh, Bruce Springsteen's coming to the game, and someone said, "There's Bruce right there," and oh, they yeah. put a Chiron underneath it and said, special welcome to Bruce Springsteen. And it was Miles Teller's dad, Mike Teller. This. Yeah, yeah. I met Mike at spring training and sat with him at one of the games. We had a nice conversation. He was a super nice guy. Yeah. I didn't bring up the Springsteen thing. Or maybe he did bring that up to me because we were talking for a while. But that was hilarious. Yeah. To actually and, and then they went back to it a couple times knowing I think they knew they owned the mistake. And yeah. then they went back to him a couple times. Bruce Springsteen and then he had this, you know, goofy <laughs> smile on his face. That is well, hopefully very- we'll be Getting uh, Miles back into town because clearly, if they get into the series, no, he will. Uh, yeah, he will I, be there I think for he'll sure. be coming. Yep. Yeah. Do they start making? Uh, do they start reaching out at this point? Even they just kind of. You know. I, I've been uh, communicating. Yes. Okay. With- so yep. the, what are they three Within and a half sync. Up in the wild card right? <laughs> Within sync, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three and a half games up. Yep. So and then we got uh, about to, a week and a half left in the regular season. We got one game with the Braves today on the road. We got uh, four versus the Mets at home starting tomorrow, and then we have three versus the Pirates, and then we finish up in New York for the Mets. So when do they start putting the schedule together for postseason? I mean, it's clearly based on where they finish in the wild card. Well, the schedule's been out. Okay. Uh, for the, they'll know, like basically, depending on the first, the first two wild card teams play each other, and then the third wild t- card team. Which we were last year. We uh, remember last year we played the Cardinals, and the Cardinals had the worst record of the division winners, right, in the National League. So same thing. If we're the first team, then we will have best of three, all three games, uh, or hopefully two games at Citizens Bank Park. Casey was just uh, hoping out loud that um, that Kyle Schwarber hits uh, fifty home runs this year. Did you see that ball? That, oh my that, God. That, I mean, oh my God. I mean, he keeps he keeps up in the ante. I mean, he he makes these dramatic home runs. That one went over the chop house. It was the second furthest ball in Major League Baseball this year. It's amazing. And the second ever at that ballpark. So so he's it seems like every time he's getting up he's 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 nailing it. He's, he's nailing it deep, man. Deep, crushing yeah, it, yes. Yeah. And uh, and he also walks a lot too. So it's uh, he's you know to the old school baseball people it drives him crazy because he's not the quintessential yeah. uh, leadoff hitter but Look, the team wins when he's leading off, and uh, you can, he sees a lot of fastballs. He and he also, if you're the leadoff hitter, look, you're only leading off one time. Yeah, right. you're leading off one time. Right. And then uh, 
Look, and, and then he also is going to get the most of bats of anybody on the lineup. That's what I never, and that's why I'm not a manager. I've never really understood that importance of, of the lineup in that part because it changes up immediately after you guys start playing. Well, the know? old school thought was get on base, and then this yeah. two guy, th- two hole, three hole, four hole can get him in Just three start. RBI situations. But, yeah. but I like the anal- uh, analysis on him because um, uh, chances are he's going to hit a home run. I think he has more home runs than uh, singles this season, which is remarkable. He gets on base. I, I watched that scene from Moneyball uh, yesterday or the day before because I was talking to my dad about Schwarber's value. And uh, he's, he's plain and simple. He gets on base. If he's not hitting home runs, he's walking. He, and, and if you are the leadoff batter you're going to bat more than anybody else in the lineup, too. So yeah. if the guys like Brandon Marsh and at the end of the lineup get on base in front of him or Stott, who gets on base a lot, chances are Kyle Schwarber might be able to knock them in because he's back up again. Yes, and it does help that our the back of our lineup is very good. Yeah. Right? I mean, you got Marsh and Stott or Bohm or, uh, or Rojas. I mean, those guys are all... Good players offensively, so you can. He's going to have RBI situations. They're it's a very really cool. likable team. I mean, I, you know, we yeah. said this last year, and, and they were so much fun to root for in the playoffs, uh, which was completely unexpected last year for the run that they had. Uh, but even this year, um, or more so, I should say, this year, they they just they seem like likable dudes, and you're around them all the time. Um, we got to spend some time with them at spring training. They just, I don't know, it's a really likable team. Tons well, of personality. Yeah, Tons yeah. Of personality. I think chemistry is so big in baseball because obviously 162 games, you're uh, with these guys more than you're, you're with your family and so if you don't like each other or if you have a bad leader that's an issue too sometimes you have your star player is not a great guy or not a great leader and that funnels down to the rest of the team because again you're around these guys all the time so we have the exact opposite we have guys that love each other the guy you can just see the you know the the love they have for each other when someone does something great with the you know all the expressions they do and the hugging and you know and then you have someone like a brandon marsh is such a great pickup uh in my opinion because he just brings that energy and when you have the young guys bringing the energy along with the veterans and then, then everyone's kind of all in this, going from the same page. It's Dude, great. He played the prices right with us. <laughs> I mean, he did. You know, right. and he was and, good. And he was totally into right. it. Yeah. So, and, and he did really well. And I love that uh, that they that they are playful like that. Yeah. They're having a good time. Yeah, and then you look at some teams like the Mets and the Padres who everyone's picked both those teams to do very well this year and they have great lineup. They spend tons of money. The Mets, I think more money than any team's <laughs> ever done. And I just don't no, I don't. I've never been in their clubhouse, but I don't think they're there. It probably came down to leadership mm. that they just didn't. They didn't gel, and you have to gel in baseball. It's too long of a season not to gel. No, it's great. We uh, obviously were, were shocked about Charlie uh, uh, Charlie Manuel yeah. and this, the, the stroke. Any word on? Um... Yeah, it sounds like Charlie's out of the ICU and uh, he's recovering. I mean, that poor guy's been through. If you look at his medical history, he's been through everything: yeah. with a heart attack, cancer, and cancer mm-hmm. yeah. and diverticulitis, and just everything else. Uh, and he is literally one of my favorite people on this earth. And I can just, I think a lot of people say that. He, he has no ego. He would, if he came in here and he would talk to one of your listeners for yeah. an hour about how to hit. Uh, and just, just, and also just one of the funniest, <laughs> great guys. He, so he played, he was a legend in Japan. Yeah, right? yeah. Legend in Japan. I asked him, I said, Charlie, how, how good your Japanese? Like, can you speak it? Can you read it? He's like, yeah, pretty good. But I, you know, I, I know certain words, this and that. Well, down at Fantasy Camp, someone asked him a question in front of 200 people, said, Charlie, when you came up to bat in Japan, did they, uh, 
did they have a song for you? He's like, oh, yeah, he got a song. And next thing you know, he spends like a minute and a half singing a song in Japanese. And we're, you, you can hear a pin drop because we're looking at him we're like, what? And he just told me that he, he can speak a little bit Japanese. Right. He sings a full song in Japanese. So what we hear that he's, he, he, it was, stuff was attended to quickly, which yes. is always a good sign. Yep. And that, uh, and that the general word is that he's, he's in, in, in pr- pretty solid shape. Yes, thankfully, because again, the, 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 he's too good of a person. We, the world needs Charlie Manuel. Yes. Agreed. Um, All right. Well, listen, John. You brought some. Uh, you brought some goodies along with you. You brought something that we can uh, give away. Well, I give, give me a pair of tickets for next Wednesday, which could. I picked Wednesday because I think it's the Pirates, but it could be a clinching game, so it could be a huge game. Yeah. Right. So we'll do that. I know this is going to be a fun homestand. One of the particular games that I'm really looking forward to is Friday night. Uh, we are honoring Scott Rowland for the Wall of Fame. That's so, awesome. So uh, that was right. You know, Scott and I were, were buddies, and we. Uh, he. That was also when I first started. So it was like a lot of the guys that are coming in are people that I had a really good relationship. I was closer in age to them. And uh, with Gary Bennett, uh, we have Rico Bronia. We've got Kevin Sefsi. <laughs> oh, my God, I haven't heard that. Uh, Rico Mark, Mark Grace. we got a lot of guys that were on that team back then. Still have a brave and still have you know, Lieberthal and some other guys coming in. You know, weren't you with uh, Scott Rowland in, like, Greece when he found out he won the gold glove? Yeah. yeah. Have I told that story on here? No. But you told me privately, and, and uh, I love it. All right. Do you want me to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 1997 is the second year uh, with the Phillies. And after the season, uh, he said, what are you doing? He said, what are you doing after the season? I said, well, I'm going to head to Greece. I lost my father. Uh, my dad died of a heart attack. And I, I, I wanted to get away. I wanted to travel by myself. I wanted to backpack. I'm going to go to Greece. And Scott said, why Greece? I said, I don't know. I'm just going to go to different islands, have fun. At the end of the season, he said, do you mind if I go with you? I said, absolutely not. So, uh, uh, we went over there. He, this is before cell phones, so he was calling home every day on a payphone uh, to his family. Uh, he'd never been to Europe at the time. So by the time we got to Santorini, the third island, now we were gathering people. So we had people from South Africa and England and people from that couldn't give, you know, yeah. rats about ass. what yeah. who Scott Rowland was, if he was a tennis player, cricket player, rugby player. Well, anyway, we're now he went four days without calling home. He goes to the village. Uh, gets on a payphone, comes back, says, uh, holy moly, I just won the uh, gold glove. <laughs> I said, you won the gold glove? Ken Caminiti always wins a gold glove. I said, when did they make that announcement? He said, four days ago. I said, all of a sudden, now my publicist hat was going on back yeah. then. I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I probably have all these radio stations calling me, trying to figure out where. So supposedly they were calling, the media were calling the agent, they're calling the manager, they're calling the, his, his teammates, they're calling, they called everybody. Everyone's like, I have no idea. They called the parents said, oh, he's in Greece. Oh, great. What, what hotel is he in? I don't know. Is he in Athens? I don't know. Well, how do we know where he is? He's like, we don't until he calls home and he hasn't called home in four days. So uh, the best is that that night he's laughing about it. The media's going nuts. We go, we're in this bar in Santorini and this Australian guy, Brad, says, all right, Mites has the shots for everybody. He goes, all right, Mites, raise a toast to Scotty Rowland. He won the gold glove. He goes, I don't know what the blank of gold gloves, mate. Congratulations. Uh, that's great. Fantastic, man. I love uh, it. All right, well, listen, in honor of uh, Schwarber, let's take call number 12. All right, and his ooh. number is 12-215-263-WMMR, and we will give you tickets to the Phil's game, Pirates, next Wednesday, 640 game. Uh, tickets for the final regular season and home games are available at phillies.com, so get them before they sell out. Uh, but we'll take that caller now, and we'll start with that, which is fantastic. Um, all right, John, great to see you, man. All right, guys. Anything else you want to hit while you're here, or are you good to go? I'm good. Excellent. All right. We love it. We appreciate go it. Go Phils. Our yeah. good friend, John Brazier, Yay! the director of Fun and Games for your Philadelphia Phillies. We are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a second. We have a chance to win a $1,000 with the crumb on the cash. Hang out. 
93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show present Crumb Bum Cash. You're a real crumb bum. Your chance to bring home some bread. $1,000 five times a day. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon. Then again at 3 and 5 p.m. Listen for the Crumb Bum Contest keyword. Then enter it at WMMR.com via the MMR app or text it to 45911 for your chance to grab some with MMR's Crumb Bum Cash. Because Philadelphia, that's why. Official rules at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Book online at horizonezbook.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, your wallet. We will do the beat file first. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by CSB Media Arts Center in Cherry Hill, home to Connecticut School of Broadcasting's broadcast media program and more. You can find out more at GoCSB.com. Well, a 78-year-old Florida man allegedly shot and killed his neighbor because he was trimming trees along their property lines. Uh, Brian... Outlandish to yeah. trim your trees. Uh, Brian Ford uh, was trimming tree limbs along the fence line between two properties when his neighbor, 78-year-old Edward Drzelowski, confronted him. Uh, Drzelowski later told police that he threatened to shoot, and when his neighbor didn't leave, he shot him. <laughs> Yeah. Was the neighbor on his side of the property trimming trees? I don't know. I did. Did he not say, know. hey, could just let's talk about this? Or did you just start shooting? Uh Drozlowski was arrested for a second degree murder. Uh in well, a it was worth it. In a nine one one call, Drozlowski's wife said her husband, quote, just meant to scare him. <laughs> in Drozlowski's interview with police, he said he approached Ford and told him to quote, get off his property. And Brian said something to the effect of, mind your own business, followed by some curse words. Uh, Drozlowski said he pointed his gun at Ford. And Ford then allegedly said something like, you are pointing a gun at me. Are you going to shoot me? And then moved closer. And Drozlowski said he told Ford to get off his property. And Ford kept moving closer. The 78-year-old told police he then said, stop right now or I'll shoot. And apparently he shot him. Mm. Uh, Drozlowski said that he hadn't spoken to Ford in a few years and said they'd never had problems before. So what better reason to shoot him? I guess so. He said that he believed the only thing that he could have done tonight was confront his neighbor and said he didn't think about calling police because he did not think that they would respond to something like this. Now they will. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Drozlowski indicated that uh, he thought that when he pointed the firearm at Brian, he would just leave his property. And he said he was afraid Brian would have hurt or killed him if he did not shoot him. So that's the way some people think, I guess. An alligator was spotted again in western Pennsylvania's uh, Kiski River over the weekend. The hell's going on? Marking the third sighting and at least the second alligator seen along the waterway in recent months. Uh, the latest sighting happened on Saturday. Video footage uh, was recorded by Teresa Jaroski. Case, you might not ever have to leave Pennsylvania and get to see your alligator. Yeah, I want to see it in Florida, though. Uh, uh, Teresa Jaroski is a kayaker. What is that? A, a kayaker. Kayak? 
uh, who filmed the encounter. And uh, Jaroski became aware of the reptile after three fellow kayakers saw the alligator swimming in front of her. She estimated that the animal was around 18 to 20 inches long. That's huge! It appears directly beside her kayak in the video, treading water before swimming away. It's not very big, but it's still an alligator. It's an alligator. In the river in Pennsylvania. And they can grow. In July, kayakers captured a four-foot alligator that came to be known as Chomper after multiple sightings along the Kiski River gave way to an eight-day search involving both authorities and community volunteers. Little fella's adorable. Chomper was believed to be abandoned by his owner, by the way. A railroad worker died over the weekend after he was struck by a remote-controlled train on a CSX rail yard in Ohio, raising concerns among unions about such technology. I didn't realize they were running remote-controlled trains. Neither did I. The death highlights the need for an in-depth review of the use of remote-controlled locomotives. Uh, Every major railroad has used such locomotives inside and increasingly outside of rail yards across the country for years. Uh, The end TSB is investigating the death. Uh, the worker was struck and fatally injured when he walked into the path of a moving locomotive that was being operated by remote control. So you mean that the lawn on each side of the tracks is actually made of felt? Like uh, the- yeah, just like those... <laughs> Small trains. Uh, Fred Anderson is the third uh, car man killed in an incident involving a remote-controlled locomotive, the union said. Uh, The Federal Rail Administration has approved the use of remote-controlled locomotives since 2005. They're primarily used inside rail yards to help assemble trains. Yeah. Yeah. Regulators issued guidelines for uh, tracks back then calling for precautions, including ensuring that the trains don't operate at speeds above 50 miles an hour, but there aren't any detailed regulations on exactly how they can be used. Typically, a railroad worker stationed on the ground near a train controls its movements with a remote, although sometimes that worker rides on board the train while it is moving. Uh, My grandfather on my mother's side, my mother's father, I never met him, but he worked at the railroad and was killed at the roundhouse. No kidding. Yep. Wow. All right. And there you go. That's what we have in the Bizarre File. It is 10 o'clock. 93.3 WMMR, Philadelphia. You're a real crumb bum. It's time for a crumb bum cash keyword. And the word is charge. C-H-A-R-G-E. All right, we will give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways for you to do that. You can enter it at WMMR.com or through the MMR app. You can also text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. And one random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. And the whole thing sponsored by friends at Horizon Services. So the word for Crumb Mum Cash, again, is charge, C-H-A-R. GE, enter it and good luck to you. We will take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Lesson question. Don't forget, we have a secret text word too. If you're in the texting mood with the Crumb Bum Cash, you may want to text the word secret to 39333. We'll give away that prize when we return. Stay down. Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay. Well, maybe. Hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. 
Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoopin' and WinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. There is still roughly five minutes left for you to enter the word charge uh, for Crumb Bum Cash. So, if you're interested in $1,000, why wouldn't you be? Text over the word charge to 45911. That's the special number you have to send it to. Or you can go to WMMR.com and enter it there. Or you can do it through the MMR app. So the word again is charge. C-H-R-G-E, by the way. All right. So let's see. We're going to give something else away. We're going to give away a lesson question prize for the correct answer to the lesson question. The prize that we give away today. I love this. It's a VIP four-pack of tickets uh, for Lincoln Mill haunted house it's excellent this saturday and they're at 4100 main street in maniunk and the question that we will ask this morning is what talk show co-starring me will be eventually seen on a and e that's gonna be great Two one five two six three wmmr do you know the answer to that all right what talk show co-starring me preston will uh eventually be seen on a and e although i'll be known as presbo yeah just to let you know Two one five two six three wmmr call if you know the answer the trash business is a gold mine 93.3 wmmr with preston and steve's hollywood trash Brought to you this morning by Liberty Safes of New Jersey on Route 130 in Bordentown and Route 73 in Mount Laurel and online at LibertySafesNJ.com. What's happening this morning, Steve? Well, Aaron Rodgers remaining very optimistic about his future after a successful surgery to repair his torn Achilles tendon. Rodgers says he could be back on the field if the Jets make the playoffs. So, no, no, he won't be back on the field. Demi Lovato revealing that her new boyfriend, Jutes, yes, that's his name, has helped her deal with some major daddy issues. Lovato says Jutes implemented positive reinforcement by yelling, who's your daddy when he takes her from behind? Oh, 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 my God. And finally, Britney Spears lashing out at overzealous well-wishers who approach her out in public saying she needs her space. Britney says whenever she feels overwhelmed, she centers herself by flailing around like a lunatic. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. All right. 
we will attempt to find an answer to this question. What talk show co-starring me, Presbo, will be eventually seen on A&E? 215-263-WMMR. Our first caller in is Kristen, so we will go to her. Hi, Kristen. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Awesome. All right, Kristen, so what show starring me will eventually be seen on A&E? The Rambo and Presbo show. Yes. Rambo and Presbo, that is correct. Hang on a second. Kristen, you got a VIP four-pack of tickets for Lincoln Mill Haunted House this Saturday, September 23rd, located at 4100 Main Street in Maniunk, featuring over 50 live scare actors, production quality sets, props, animatronics, and special effects. Tickets and info at LincolnMillHaunt.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Become best friends. Yep. All right. Brought to you by Horizon Services. Tune up both your cooling and heating systems. In one easy visit with Horizon Cooling, Heating, and Plumbing, pay $89 for an expert AC tune-up. And uh, their techs will tune up your heater for free. Visit horizonservices.com. Where do we begin? Let's start with this. Um, out this Friday is Stain's Confessions of the Fallen, the first new album from the band in 12 years, by the way. That's basically going apart. Yeah, the 10-song set was produced by Eric Ron, who's done everything from uh, Godsmack to Panic! of the Disco to Black Veil Brides. Um, bridges. It's Black Veil Brides, right? I don't know. Uh, With the Black Veil Brides. It says Black Veil Bridges. Anyway, uh, and started during the pandemic with frontman Aaron Lewis building songs from ideas sent by guitarist Mike Mushuk. Uh And apparently the album is Stain's first studio set since the self-titled outing in 2011, though it's released uh, the live It's Been a While concert album in 2021. Is it the usual collection of party songs? Maybe it is. Yeah. Uh, no, I think they're, they're going to stray away from the kind of down stuff yeah. that uh, Stain is kind of known for. Uh, Stain is currently off the road after trying with Godsmack during their summer, but uh, expects to announce more dates very, very soon. I think they had to reschedule the Philly date, right? Like they were going to come and somebody in Godsmack got sick? Oh, that's right. Uh, yes, I remember that. Yeah, so I believe that they rescheduled that, but I don't remember when, Preston. Okay. Sammy Hagar is adding craft beer to his portfolio of award-winning spirits with the establishment of Red Rocker Brewing Company in Detroit. Uh, to promote Red Rocker Lager, Sammy and the Circle will play a concert in the city where it's brewed on October 23rd. What's Sammy Hagar's wealth? We're talking about uh, making money off, um, you know, he, he jumped on some stuff quickly, too. Yeah, he got the, the tequila brand going. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's become very successful in that sphere. Uh, he said, we created Red Rocker Lager to not only honor the fans, but also to pay tribute to the soul of Detroit rock and roll. Um, it is based, the company is based in historic Corktown, one of downtown Detroit's oldest neighborhoods, by the way. So, we'll see how he does with that one. Uh, the concert... Jimi Hendrix performed at the Hollywood Bowl in August of 1967 has been digitally remastered and will include at, be included as part of a new mini-documentary. Monterey Pop to Hollywood Bowl details Hendrix's journey upon his return to the U.S. in June of 1967 uh, through August of that year. Uh, the package includes interviews with the Mamas and the Papas vocalist Michelle Phillips, longtime guitarist for uh, Paul McCartney, Brian Ray. What? It says Parul McCartney. Parul. Somebody needed to... It's not Peru McCartney, it's Paul. You're stupid. Who did that? Paul. It's Peru. 
It's spelled P A. You're an idiot. It's... I don't want to play a stupid show. Peru. It's spelled P. It's next to Brazil. P R P A R U L. What is that? I don't even know how that was a mistype because A and R and U are not anywhere near each other on the keyboard. It's June Rango in Peru. <laughs> I love pissed off Paul, by the way. He's one of my favorites. Thank you. <laughs> This is supposed to be. I, I don't think the show has ever uh, been properly restored, I and mean, I think there's a they have a, a guest appearance by Shields and Yarnell Preston. Oh my yeah, gosh! Which is amazing. Here, listen. Here we have a clip of that. <laughs> they were mimes. They're mimes. Yeah. Gotta <laughs> um, <laughs> get that one. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's that a, was really yeah. older demo. They did like mime and, and yeah. robot. Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, yes. uh, she was the um, she was the robot in uh, Spaceballs. Yeah, dot, she was dot matrix. dot matrix. And Joan Rivers did the because voice. Because she would, you know, oh, she did the, mo- the motions. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so uh, one track, uh, Killing Floor, is already out. She doesn't know that. What is this? Peru? Speaking of shows like that, I remember one time vividly, Steve, uh, performing the song yesterday, written by Parul McCartney. <laughs> uh, Pink Lady and Jeff did a version of <laughs> oh that. Oh my God! You guys wouldn't remember Pink. Lady <laughs> that was around and Jeff. the same time. Yeah, Shields absolutely. And yeah, Pink uh, Lady and Jeff Altman. Yep. All right. Robert Shields is still alive, but sadly, Janelle oh, passed away in did uh, she? 2010. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. She got caught in a windstorm. Mm. This is the perfect way for a mime to die. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just thought she was acting. <laughs> she ran through a glass window. Yeah. 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 She's really in a windstorm. I had thought that she got uh, suffocated in a box. Right. right. You couldn't get out yeah. of yeah. 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 A plexiglass see-through yeah. box. Yeah. She was leaning on a mantle in a gave way. <laughs> Mime jokes. Soul Asylum, the complete unplugged NYC 93, will be available on November 10th. The release will mark the 30-year anniversary of the band's MTV Unplugged appearance. Uh, there was a time I really liked Soul Asylum when they uh, first came out. Solid. Yeah, yeah solid band. Saw them in concert, and they were great. Uh, they taped 16 songs for that show, including four previously unreleased non-broadcast songs. It turned out that they had actually abducted half the children in that runaway train video. Oh, I didn't way. know that. It was all a, uh, yeah, it, was a, it was all a marketing, a marketing ploy. ploy. More missing children will make the song more successful. We need to beef this up. Can you abduct some more kids? Uh, so, thought to be lost uh, for over 20 years, master recording of the band's 1993 performance have been newly mixed from the original tapes and without a trace is available now. And other soul asylum news, the band is working on new music. It's expected I, to be out next year. I bet you, again, you know, with uh, like the spin doctors and, and in that group, like... Uh, um, they're probably in a good place now. I'd love, I'd love to see you about maybe getting them on the show sometime. The act, the 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 show that I saw them with, they were playing with some other bands. It was like them, Jim Blossoms, might have been Spin Doctors. It's a good but show. It was a series of bands like that. I would still go see a uh, a festival show like uh, that where you know they're going to play the hits. Agreed. And uh, yeah. yeah, that'd be that'd be a nice. Um, grouping uh, to have go out. All right, and that's it. That's the last story in music news. But we have a secret text word prize, and it does involve music. Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets next Wednesday at Hershey Park Stadium. So, Kathy, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be, girl? Who's it going to be, girl? <laughs> two one five. it going to be? What caller? 10. Caller number 10, 215-263-WMMR. You need to know the secret text word in order to win, and we'll grab a random texter while we're at it, too. Get to that when we come back. Stay with us. 
with your hands join the mm army today from 10 30 to 12 30 as phdc and jeb's orleans technical college host a mega building trades and construction hiring fair at orleans tech 2770 red lion road in northeast philly tomorrow from seven to nine casey boy from the preston and steve show rocks ryan's pub 124 west gay street in westchester with the bud light thursday night kickoff enter for a chance to win a pair of eagles washington tickets courtesy of bud light and enjoy Bud Light specials. Wednesday morning, the President's Steve Show. Been a full day today. We're not done yet. No. Uh, we have to get our winner for the secret text word. Uh, we were looking for caller number 10, I believe. And so we go to the phones and that's uh, Wait, is it Michael. Yeah. Michael that we're going to go to. Hi, Michael. You are on the air, brother. All right, Mike, if you give me the secret text word, we give you the prize. So what is it? It is tardy. Tardy is correct. Mike, tickets to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers next Wednesday in Hershey. All right, my man? Awesome. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. Hang on the line and go. We are also going to give those tickets to Sean... Lally, I believe is the last name, of Warminster, Pennsylvania. So, Sean, congratulations. Take tickets to see Red Hot Chili Peppers Wednesday, September 27th at Hershey Park Stadium. Tickets are on sale now. Complete details at WMMR.com. So, I love that we uh, do some giveaways all the way up to the very bitter end of the program today. I would like to thank our uh, guest, Mr. John Brazier. The uh, director of fun and games at uh, the Phils. And uh, he popped in. He gave us some tickets to give away to uh, the Pirates game next week. I mean, we're getting to there's seven regular season games left. And it's looking good. I don't want to jinx anything, but yeah. things are looking solid. Yeah, so um, those tickets might be a clincher, uh, yeah. he was saying. So hopefully um, whoever won them will get to check something like that out. It would be pretty awesome. So we thank uh, John for coming by here and dropping off the goods this morning. Um, so other than that, just a couple of couple little housekeeping duties. Uh, the letter of the day. Should we do that case? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter C, as in cuckoo clock. All right. And uh, tomorrow we'll have another one, and the day after that another, and then we give away a prize, which just so happens to be four-pack great seats, VIP parking, and VIP club access, as Four Walls presents the Always Sunny podcast. Live, and that's this Saturday. It's going to be at the Man, and uh, the President's Chief Show welcomes the game back to Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Uh, we just need to thank our sponsors, and uh, yeah, we'll scoot out of here. So I want to thank uh, for sponsoring the show today, Duncan. The President's Chief Show runs on Duncan. Uh, we are also brought to you by Wild Fork Meat and Seafood Market. Mm. Enjoy the largest selection of quality meats and seafood at low prices tomorrow. Tomorrow on our program, we are going to be leaving the
in the studio, and we will be in one of our favorite places in Camden, New Jersey. We will be at the American headquarters of Subaru. Yeah! Subaru of America. And this is because, once again, last year, they were the top donator for the Camp Out for Hunger. We're getting ready for that. Uh, but we always have a good time when we go to Subaru. And we actually have a we have a cool little live music thing that's going to happen. It's amazing. Wow, it's going to be wonderful, there. yeah. So we hope that you will uh, tune in and enjoy the program because we will enjoy putting it on for you. Uh, Piers up next. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the... Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.